When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We are back with Jake Ellenberger. I'm back. He is here. Uh, T-Rex is in the house. What's up? Uh, Jake, first of all, how are you? What's going on? I'm doing good, man. I'm really good, actually. I'm excited to be here, and uh, good to see you guys. Great to see you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, and you see us? Kind of. Out of my good eye. My Are you right saying eye. that because yeah, your eye looks a little banged up. It um, is, yeah. Now, is that, is that from the third, uh, the third round when uh, Hendrix kind of put his knuckle in your eye or what happened? Uh, Lawler, yeah. Lawler. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, I got hit directly in the eye in the third, and, and I fractured my orbital, so uh, it's still a little swollen, but I no vision problems, you know, just healing up right now. Oh, that's cool. Now, did, uh, did the doctor tell you how long you have to uh, take off or... Well, I, I'm, I saw the doctor yesterday. I can work out again. Um, just no contact for about six weeks. So, six yeah, weeks. I'm doing good other than that. Well, you've had no contact for uh, 30 years. So uh, what's, <laughs> what's, what's six more weeks? <laughs> right? Six weeks is nothing. Now, I got to say, man, I, uh, you know, obviously we saw the fight, and uh, I was obviously pulling for you. I mean, I wanted you to win so bad. Uh, and it was, it was a tough, tough fight, man. It was tough to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How... Talk to us. I mean, what 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 are your thoughts on the fight? What do you think you could have done better? What, what's you know? I mean, just reflecting on the fight, it's it's there's there's always things you know you feel like you can do better. Um, overall, I mean, there's not much I would have changed in preparation. I think training was great. Everything was was on point. Um, you know, during the fight, it's it's you got you can't make mistakes. You know, being mistake free is, is one of the hardest things to do, especially when you're fighting top guys in the world. And I mean, uh, you know, Robbie was on, man. He looked good. That's really. Um, all I can say, he he, he was on and, and I wasn't. But uh, you know, it is what is it? That's competition. So. Now, if you were Brazilian and you had, and you had excuses, uh, what would they be? Was, <laughs> <laughs> my stomach hurt, my knee hurt. No, no I'm just kidding. No, the, the, you know, and I, I, that's one thing. I'm, I'm never gonna make an excuse. I'm never gonna make a mistake before you know. Before you get in there, before you sign a contract, you you know you understand the, the potential outcome. So you know you you. you you know, you shake his hand, you move forward. Now, I, I know that, uh, like, that first round, it seemed like, it seemed like in a way, you were kind of in your head a little bit in that first round, maybe overthinking things, trying mm-hmm. to, do you think maybe you were trying to fight the perfect fight, and uh, that, that kick to the head, how much did that, 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 that first kick, I know, mm-hmm. I know that, like, you blocked it, but you definitely felt it, how yeah. much did that hurt you, were, were you shaken up, did it... How much did that affect? Kind of, yeah. Kind of woke me up. You know, he he he's he threw some powerful kicks for sure. Um, it didn't hurt me at all. You know, it definitely makes you more aware. But you know, that's the thing. I got you. Got to stop thinking so much. I, for me, I know, and, and my coaches and I have discussed the same thing. You know, he's like, they're like, you're you're your own worst enemy. So, um, again, it, it really, it's it's just you know moving forward, accepting the the outcome and moving forward. So I mean. Really, I, I'm uh, I'm really excited, man. Right now, I'm I'm in a I'm in a great place. I'm excited to to get back in there. You know, I want to get back in there as soon as I can. But uh, 
that's a sport, man. This is the toughest sport known to man. No, I mean, that's the thing. I was calling you and I was like, hey, man, you okay? You okay? And you're like, dude, no one died. It's okay. <laughs> Don't feel sorry for me. Yeah, and then I, yeah. I, I know I didn't want, and I'm like, <clears throat> you're like, everyone was calling you up and being like, how, how are you? And mm. that's got to be hard because you're not the kind of guy that like dwells in misery. You yeah. Know? No. You think it text me a couple times at four o'clock in the morning, some weird texts. Uh, but, but we'll I talk might about have. that later. Was, was that the alcohol talking? <laughs> was that the drinking at no, all? No, no. I think I was at the. The blackjack table. The blackjack maybe. table. Yeah. No, no, it was it was positive. It was like, dude, don't worry, I'm gonna come back. And I was like, hell yeah! And I was running around doing push-ups <laughs> in my apartment. Um, <laughs> no, no, great. No, and now you you're in, you're going to the third round. Did you have a feeling that you lost the first two rounds? Yeah, I mean, it was one of those where um, you don't like the unsure feeling. If you're unsure, it's probably not good. So you know, you ex- ex- assuming you lose, lost the first two, we got to finish them in the third. So um, the hardest thing too that people like in a fight there's there's always a rhythm and whenever you're you're behind you know or, or the rhythm's off whenever like i feel like um whenever you're behind a step you know you're always playing that catch-up game so that's the hardest thing to do especially when when you know at this level you you're down around or or you're you're constantly trying to play catch-up that's the hardest thing to do especially you know when you're fighting the top echelon guys it's just one of the things that it, it, it's 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 tough though, it really is. But it seemed like in that third round, you <clears throat> decided to let your hands go. You were kind of going for broke. You were throwing some crazy punches, and you landed, and you you hurt Robbie. Did you know you hurt him? Uh, and then you went in for the kill, and then and you, then you got kind of poked in the eye. You looked at the ref. Mm-hmm. Did you think you got poked and not and not knuckled, or did did you get poked? And then at at that point, you kind of went. You you told me you were like seeing five. Is that? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> initially in the. In the third one, I was when I was throwing. I don't, I don't really remember. I haven't seen the fight. But, hey, did um, you hurt your hand at all? Because it seemed as though you hurt your hand. No, uh-uh. no, no. That, I don't know. A lot of people ask me that too. But no, um, when I heard him, it, it I kind of saw him stumble a little bit. But he, uh, when I came in one time, I don't remember at what point, but I came in and, and he actually hit me with a knee, like right in the right in the solar plex. So like, yeah, I see that he was hurt, and I'm like trying to breathe, and I'm like, you know, not show him that I that he that I knocked the wind out of me. But it was like. He's heard so I'm trying to, but yeah, he hit me directly in the eyeball, which yeah, which I assume is when I fractured my my orbital, but uh, I couldn't see, and that was kind of like, you know, it felt like an eye poke, yeah, but it was his glove. So so your ribs are totally screwed up, you can't just see, couldn't breathe, you couldn't breathe, mm-hmm. you can't see out of one eye, you're down two rounds. At, at, at that point, were mm-hmm. you just like, you know what, get me out of here? Or I mean, you 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 were still throwing punches, but mm-hmm. like when you were when you when like you went down, were you were you stable? Was it because of your rib or because of your eye? Because of my eye. Your eye. Yeah, you, you know, I, I remember when he hit me once uh, directly in the eye, and I saw for a second, I saw like five of him, and then I was kind of like, but then he could see, you know, he he could see that I'm hurt, and then. You know, that was kind of the beginning of the end. So what happened afterwards as far as like, uh, I know that Ronda Rousey had had your, your uh, picture up. Did you see that? I did, she, yeah. She had your picture yeah, up. She's... And I said, that's the closest you came to a girl. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, know, I know Ronda had your picture up. No, uh, after the fight, were you uh, with... Were you with Team Edmund and Ronda? Were you guys all just had like your heads down? Was it a seance? Like what? Seance? What happens? Dead people? Yeah. Like what uh, happens afterwards? I don't know like, what that is. You, I, like you like all bummed out? Like backstage? No, no, no. Like that's the thing. See, I, I don't. I don't expect anybody to feel sorry for me. You know what I mean? Like, like I've always been. I've been a man. You know, you, in competition, it's like if you want somebody to to appreciate you when you win, you gotta, you know, you gotta understand what happens when you lose. So, you know, it is what it is. Like for me, it's always what can you take out of it and move forward. Um, and that's, you know, the, the same discussions I've had with, with all of my coaches, but, uh, no, you know, it, it is what it, it was, what it was. And, and, uh, you know, you can't change the past. So moving forward. 
Now, I was thinking, like, do you think maybe that, because uh, I, I know that, like, you're really high on Edmund, and I don't, I don't know what goes on in that gym. Uh, it seems mm-hmm. like he's, he has these, these crazy Ar- Armenian boxers and kind of these gang wars that are breaking out there uh, between Caro <laughs> and uh, 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 Manny. And I know he's doing a great job at Ronda. Uh, but do you think maybe that uh, you'd be better off in, like, an American top team or Greg Jackson's or some kind of a one-stop shop? Because I know that you're 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 going to Edmond, driving three hours to, to Glendale, and then you're to going rain. to Kings, and then you're going to Rain. And it seems a lot of driving, you know. Yeah. And, uh, maybe you'd be better off if it was just like a Black Zillion or one of those type of teams. A Black Zillion. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> well, they have white guys in the Black Zillions. Okay, uh, no, I, Matt Matrione. Germ Zillions. Yeah, yeah. You think maybe that? Yeah, that no, would be- it is. I mean, the the traveling too. Yeah, it's it is what it's it's it can be taxing for sure. But I mean, um, I really like all the coaches I have around me. I like all the people around me. I think I have the best team in the world, but, um, you know, for me, it's, I just got to, I got to be more disciplined in, in certain areas, you know, um, time management, more disciplined, the most disciplined guy I know. Well, I mean, as far as like strategy, you know, warm up having, there's certain things in my routine I got to make some changes with, but, uh, no, it really, like, like I said, I, I felt great going into the fight. There was, there's nothing I would have changed in preparation. Um, do you blame Sunfair for this? Sunfair. <laughs> <laughs> I could, <laughs> I could, <laughs> <laughs> but I won't. What if the door opened up and yeah, Carl just punched you in the head? <laughs> or we just jump Carl when he wants yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I blame Sunfair. I think honestly, no. Okay. So. Yeah. Now. <laughs> so all right. So you're feeling better now. Now have you talked to Dana since since that all, all went on? Did Dana say anything to you? Did, Anybody? Um, we talked a little bit about about blackjack and cards, but not about fighting now. About blackjack and yeah. cards? Yeah, yeah. Really? What did, what did you guys say about blackjack and cards? Well, and I was at, I was at one of his tables when I when I had won in Vegas, so we were discussing some strategy with blackjack, <laughs> but it had nothing to do with the fight. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, that's 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 comforting. Uh, <laughs> And uh, all right, well, that's so anything. So, so what do you want to say to the fans? Cause I know people have been DMing me, going, "How's Jake? How's Jake?" Oh no, Jake I'm, okay? yeah, man, I'm good. I've, I've I've had a lot of just great people that are that are been awesome, you know, supporting me. The fans are great, but uh, like I said, I don't I don't expect anyone to feel sorry for me. You know, I don't feel sorry for myself. You know, that's competition. You know, we're part of the we're in the toughest sport in in the world, and and uh, you know what I mean. That's competition. There's going to be a winner and a loser. So you did, know, did your parents come to the fight? No, uh. Uh-uh. Have you talked no. to them since? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And what did what did that mama and dad? Oh, you know, yeah. Mom's always hitting. Are you okay? How's things? Yeah, but but no, everything's good though. Was so, Joe there? He was. Nice. Yeah, he was. He was there. He was. He was not happy, but you know, got to move on. So anyway, he's fighting in two weeks. So yeah, we're pretty stoked. He's about had like that. nineteen different partners. Yeah, so you're, you're, you're our brother. I know it. It's more partners than you. Yes. Yeah, he's had more. <laughs> nineteen. He's more. had more new opponents scheduled than. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, all right, so that's good, man. I mean, you, you seem definitely very lively uh, as ever, uh, and uh, I'm happy to have you back, man. It's, it's good, good to be back. It's good man. that you're it's in good, good spirits. Back. We Not- missed you, man. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Did you get any ass in Vegas? Um, <laughs> that you didn't have to pay for? I've never paid for that, and never, nor will I. But uh, <laughs> no, I really just played cards, man. <laughs> <laughs> I did good on the blackjack table. That's good. Yeah, All right. Yeah, well, yeah. once again, so. the streak continues. Um, mm-hmm. Now, uh, how was your weekend? What's going on? Um, you know, just um, birthday parties and all that stuff with the kids. Nothing exciting. Uh, went to go see that movie, uh, The Fault in Our Stars. How was that? I cried like 20 minutes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was a cool movie. But, uh, 
No, nothing exciting, man. I really have nothing to report. I, I performed at John Lovitz on Friday night um, with uh, Super Naked. Oh, nice. And Jay Davis show, so that was cool. And had a good time and hung out there and got hammered and then uh, just did the family thing for the rest of the weekend. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. I was nice. in uh, I was in Edmonton, uh, Canada. I love Canadians. I, I pretty much uh, I, I I met a girl, this great girl. Uh, had a. Uh, had some uh, some great times. She has purple hair and like tattoos. She's like, is she old? No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> she's like purple hair. No, no, no. Like, no, yeah, she's a yeah, she's no, she's she's a, an actual blue hair. No, no, she's, she's <laughs> a Estelle hairdresser. Getty. She's cool as hell. She's all tatted up. Sleeve. And uh, <laughs> and after the, the first night, uh, first night, I like this is how I, I like I like know I like her. She actually came with her family to the show, and I was like making fun of her, and uh, we were all laughing. And then I, I, I take her back to my place, and you know we're we're doing you know what adults do so i'm like down there taking care of her and uh and this is the first night the first night yeah so this chick has integrity and, and she's right. sort of uh uh what's the formal uh, word did you for, meet her parents I, I i did meet her i actually met her mom Great. and then uh beforehand and then uh she she uh she queefed when i was down there what say, and, what's, um, what's the formal word for what i don't know i don't know the actual uh direct terminology mm. it's called but, a pussy fart yeah that's what it's called so, I know, that's gonna be edited out i know so i tried to i tried to i tried to <laughs> now i tried to ignore it <laughs> the first time i was like you know what i'll ignore this right wait a minute oh, no. but then it kept going it was like i was under attack i swear to god it was like she said oh you, you, you you're getting out the cobwebs you know i'm sorry it oh was, my yeah god. i guess she hadn't but uh, you know what? I, She's I like, trying to save herself when she queefed in your face. You know what? I manned up and I played my position. Uh, and I, well, how I, was your reaction? Were you like? I was like, uh, I'm just gonna ignore that, you know. Uh, but uh, and she was, was, we were laughing about it. Actually, it was uh, <laughs> like while it was going on, you were laughing. Well, no, no. While it was going on, I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Uh, <laughs> this is ridiculous. And then, I, but and then I was like, well, man, th- th- you know. It, then I was thinking it was kind of like a fart, but there's no ass involved, so it's, it's not, it didn't like it's, it didn't smell or anything. It was just sort of a, you know, it was just kind of a, a like a, oh a, 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 a vag machine gun that went off. So <laughs> really, yeah, it was like that. It was, yeah, it was kind of cool. Our, our intern, sorry, buddy. Uh, we, we, we didn't have know what he's in for. So um, <laughs> yeah. So that was that was first night. So uh, but by I, the way, I, our new intern is. I'm, I'm thinking McLovin should be his name. Oh, thanks. I'm sure he wants to be called McLovin. <laughs> yeah, all right. McLo- all right. McLovin is our, our new intern. So, yeah, so that was that. So that was that. And uh, so that was cool. And uh, what else happened? So uh, the there was another girl. I actually, uh, I've been, nah, I'm not going to talk about that. But um, I actually met her kid the next morning. Uh, the, this girl I'm dating, she has like a five year old kid. The purple hair. Yeah, the purple hair okay. kid. And uh, the, the kid was super cool. We were like playing cards and stuff. And right. I don't know. I, I didn't want to be like, hey, kid, your your, your mom creeped to my face last night. You know, but, but it was nice. It was, he was nice. like me too on my way out. Oh, that's disgusting, T Rex. <laughs> that's that's you, you just made it really inappropriate. Um, he loves her. So uh, I, I, I I like do like her. Actually, one of my shows is pretty funny, right? So Edmonton's a funny crowd. There was a couple. Uh, there was a couple. I was noticing there was one guy that kept yelling stuff out like, "Man, you're hilarious! You should be famous." And he, the guy loved me. He was like the worst kind of heckler is like a positive heckler. Right. Because at least a negative heckler, you can deal with it. You can be like, but when, when, when a guy likes you and loves you and yelling out, because then can't you tell can, him to shut up. You can tell him to shut up, and then you're like a jerk, and he's right. having fun. But he was sort you're of like annoying. Hero, you can't cr- he, crush his dreams. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, dreams. but there was a couple, right? I, I look over the crowd. There's a couple. There's a girl crying. She wasn't laughing. She was crying. And, not, and I made people cry laughing before, but she was she was crying like upset. I go, are you okay from the stage? She's like, no, my boyfriend's a 
my, my husband's a dick. I'm like, why? She's like, well, because I said something and then he yelled at me. So they're fighting during my show, right? So She's telling you on stage. She's telling me this to me. Oh, I'm on stage. Gosh. And I was like, I had to like save. The, I'm like, listen, are you guys married? They're like, yeah, five years. You have a kid. I had to save the day. I'm like, well, as long as your kid doesn't turn out like that jackass. And then right. everyone started laughing. And he's like, yeah, I am a jackass. I saved the day. Right. And it was cool. <laughs> and, I, and then I told her she probably gives the best oral sex because she's crazy. And, and, you know, I made her feel good about her life. So that was. Um, <laughs> That's your job. Yeah, that was, uh, that was my weekend. Canada was great. Canada awesome. was great. So UFC fight night. We'll talk about that. Uh, ben Henderson versus uh, Rustam. How do, how do I say his name? Kabbalah. Kabbalah. Uh, you know what? I got to say, uh, Ben Henderson, you know, took this fight. He's the number, I think, two guy ranked in the weight class. He fought a guy that was ranked number 11. Oh, look at DJ. And, uh, hey, can you not interrupt this? <laughs> so, he beat a guy number 11. Ben Henderson is, <sighs> is now 4-0 against Jackson's MMA. Uh the Arizona combat supposedly is seven or no, according to Ben Henderson. And Ben Ben looked great. I mean, he he lost. He actually, the other guy was tough. I think Ben's hair grease helped prevent the throws <laughs> a little glow. bit. Yeah, I think the soul glow helped a little bit. S e o u l. Yes, yeah, because he's Korean. Um, but uh, you know, the other guy was tough. Uh, ben won. Mm-hmm. I, and like, like you were saying, you know, Ben Henderson, you said he keeps impressing you, right? Is that something you were saying? Yeah, no, absolutely. He, he keeps impressing me. I mean, he, he's one of those guys that, like, you can tell he's hungry and, and he's very, you know, he keeps getting better each fight. So he's, he's evolving. But he's, he's always an exciting guy to watch, too. Yeah, and I think he gets a lot of, I think people don't like him because they say he's boring. Even his decisions, they're not boring. I don't think they are boring. And you know what? I think people don't like the fact that he's religious. I think when you put religion, mm-hmm. the, people automatically assume if you're religion and you have tattoos and you're a hypocrite and blah, 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 and this and that. And uh, from having him on the show, the guy practices what he preaches. Mm-hmm. He's a great role model. He'll fight anybody. He's always in wars. And I, 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 I'm a fan of Ben Henderson. Even though I'm Jewish and he's not, I, 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 I'm still a huge fan of Ed Henderson mm-hmm. and I like him. Mm-hmm. But these, these damn Russians from, uh, so, from, Kurzik, from Dagestan, Dagestan are tough. Isn't Rustam the guy that uh, threw Pinchelf? Like, yeah, he's the guy that like, threw Vince. Yeah, and then Vince actually threw Anthony and Jockey a couple times. Like, sort of like this and whole Jockey. like. Uh, <laughs> how do you say his last name? Jikawani. Jikawani. I'm sorry. That's a tough name. There's like. There's like different symbols in that name. There's right. like N explanation point <laughs> number six. square, the number six. That's not an easy a front one. to see. Yeah. <laughs> that that no, is not no, an easy one. Uh, he he did finish him with a lead uppercut, Henderson, which I think is an underused uh, throw in MMA. I think a lot of guys are coming in are now. They're starting to use that, that lead uppercut, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is cool to see. Um, it, it's da- it's a little dangerous, but it it works. I mean, when guys are tired, you know, obviously you can do things that are that you probably shouldn't do when you're fresh. But it's a little dangerous just because you're you're still open for a shot. But yeah, he landed it, and that was a uh, you know the, the, the I think the, the rear naked choke finished him. Yeah, so. beginning of the end, exactly. right there. Beginning of the end. Uh, I think I don't understand why Ben Henderson has that hair though, because he's constantly just moving it out. Moving of his face. it, it's almost like that's how he shadow boxes. You know, <laughs> and that's how he trains. That I think it gets in the way. It can't help. Can it help? I don't know how it would help. Yeah, it's like Clay Guida. I mean. Got the hair. Yeah, I, I, for one thing, you you can't see out of that. I don't. It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, so Diego Sanchez Ross Pearson has the MMA world right now in a frenzy. In a frenzy, right? Uh, people are. Yeah, Diego won pretty clearly. <laughs> no. No. no Said nobody. Uh, I'm a Diego Sanchez fan. I'd watch him fight a cold. 
because uh, he would end up all, all like bloody afterwards. Uh, I actually do a joke now about Diego Sanchez. How I, I use that joke that his eye was so black and swollen that Kim Kardashian tried to sit on it, uh, and, and that actually translates over in my act. And you know, nice. but I like Diego Sanchez. I'm a mm-hmm. fan of Diego Sanchez. However, I cannot see how he won this fight. Mm. Uh, he had 160 friends and family to come see him. I'm sure that 160 friends and family. I can't believe he has 160 friends. You know, <laughs> I, I don't have 160 friends. 160 family members, I can believe, because he's Mexican. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that, <laughs> they all came in two cars. They, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. They all came, but watched it on like the same TV outside. No, but but so, so so yeah, I don't know. But that fight, I can't. Maybe you can give him the first round. If you're being generous, well, and, and to top that, a judge gave him thirty twenty seven, like not a round win. That's that's ridiculous to Ross Pearson. That's I couldn't, ridiculous. couldn't believe it. And honestly, I think what happened was they saw Ross Pearson's <laughs> girlfriend, Christy McKeon, uh, got really angry that he gets to bang her, and, <laughs> and then gave the fight to Diego Sanchez. That's the uh, only thirty twenty seven. The other guy, <laughs> I was, oh, I, I was, I was pissed because I there's like there's a, a good buddy of mine. He's he's a he's a big time gambler in Vegas, and I always you know I always give him some picks um, at certain certain guys that I feel really confident in, and I've like the last eight guys I've given have all won, and then like the only one that I was really confident in was Pearson. I was like, oh, you know, I know them both. I fought Diego. Um, I just didn't see how Diego would win that fight. No. And when the decision came out, I was like, he was like, no, you know, it was it was one of those things. Crazy yeah. decision. And people are saying, someone said Diego's 0-6 in his last six fights, actually. I have to see his last six fights. I, I, I um, But I, I know that, like, you know, you, you beat him, Miles Jury beat him. Uh, the Gomi fight, people think Gomi won that fight. Uh, Melendez. The Melendez fight, which was a great was fight. It was a great fight, yeah. yeah. But uh, he, he didn't win that fight. And then, uh, so, I mean, look, Diego Sanchez... Honestly, and now he's calling out Nate Diaz. He wants to fight Nate Diaz in Mexico. Uh, Who would not want to see that fight, though? I would seriously. I would watch Diego fight every day if you put him on. He's a crowd pleaser. He's a crowd pleaser. Love him, but his skills seem to be deteriorating. I uh, hate to say that, but it just doesn't seem like he has the same. How can you say they just won? Same wrestling, and (laughs) and you know it sucks (laughs) because people that are are turning into that fight and watching Mm -hmm. MMA for the first time and watching that decision are going, "This is now boxing. It's become boxing or professional wrestling, or uh, you know what? What is this?" Um, the problem too is, especially with judging, is like there's no set structure in place in how to judge and in the criteria. But like, and you, you see a guy like you know Diego fighting in Diego in Albuquerque, where he's from, and you got guys who, it doesn't matter who it is, like the, the, all judges are biased in a way, in some certain way, whether it's you know where you're from or whatever it may be. But you know you got these judges, and you don't even know how they're judging the round. It's like you, you get a guy sitting back. You know, or not being as aggressive, and it's like, how did he win that round? I don't know. It's all yeah. It, comedy is subjective. Dude. Judging shouldn't be. I mean, people. <laughs> right. say, I could, I could, I could see people say to me, "Hey, I didn't think you're funny." No problem, man. Luckily enough, people do where I can make a living at it. Right. But, but someone to say, "Oh, I don't think you won the fight." It should be like, I mean, this is either either you have open scoring, which would be terrible. I hate open scoring, but uh, it, it makes no sense why how you, how you would judge that fight. Against Diego Sanchez. I mean, he was knocked down in round two and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The first round, maybe you can give it to him if you're looking to give him a round. And I don't know why you'd be looking to give someone a round. Yeah. 30-27, though. I mean, you <laughs> see in boxing, too, when someone gets knocked down, it's a 10-8, 10-7. You know, right. you get way more defined rounds. And it's like in MMA, it's not like that. Not only that, but afterwards, uh, Diego then won American Idol and the Miss USA contest. So it's, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, he, he uh, went on to win a lot of things. One judge had it for Miguel Cotto, actually. Um <laughs> Uh, and uh, Miguel, uh, actually, Mel Gibson was there, and he blamed it on the Jews. Uh, he blamed. No, I'm kidding. So um, 
He, it, it was weird seeing Mel Gibson there. He's Jack now, by the way. We see Mel Gibson. He was uh-huh. he was at the event and he's he's jacked and I don't know. He, started, not... he was working out at Vanderlei's gym in Vegas. Really? Come on. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Oh, just kidding. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so uh, final. We're gonna do one more, then we're, then we're gonna get to our guests, which we have uh, three great guests, by the way. We have Phil Davis. Yeah. Uh, who's an awesome fighter and a really a great cool person. guy. Great guy. And he got a hot ass wife too. Jesus. I think, are they divorced? Are they still Are they? I don't know. Last time I saw them, they were together, and she looked amazing. How long ago was that? <laughs> that was um, at the fight. I saw you at the uh, at the Staples Center. Oh, was that before or after the whole TMZ thing came out? Oh, no. It was, oh, all right, oh. forget it. Okay, so uh, <laughs> so uh, Ben Askren is, is, uh, is with us. Phil nice. Davis is with us. And awesome. we have King Mo with us. King Mo. So we have a, a great Mo. show. We should probably get that. I can't wait uh, to talk about the our, Rampage our, fight. Uh, keep, keep going this. Okay, all right, so. So those are the people we have. Now, John Dodson versus Moroga. Moraga. Thank you. Thank you, DJ. Moraga. Uh, he's an Arizona guy, so I have to get it right. Now, John Dodson uh, did not... This is not the best John Dodson looked. Uh, we've seen him look better. He almost looked a little bit... Uh, for a guy who puts out tons of output, he kind of looked kind of tentative. Hesitant. Hesitant. Mm, yep. However... Uh, he he won. He uh, he he knocked him down with that knee. He uh, broke Moraga's nose. John Dodson, I believe, could be the first fighter in the history of the UFC to win the belt at 125 and 135. Uh, and I I'm, and I actually texted him this, and he goes, "Tell Dana that," because I feel the same way. Uh, but he beat TJ Dillashaw, knocked him out. I mean, granted, that was a long time ago. That was TJ before Brow. But you're talking about. Um, Dotson? Dotson. Okay. And the Ultimate Fighter finale. Oh, that's right. TJ that's right. I was there. Yes. Yes, you were Sorry, there. I forgot about uh, that. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> I was like, TJ. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, we're on the same page. Sorry, Adam. Keep going. No, no worries. Uh, John Dotson, you know, it lost two rounds to three to Demetrius Johnson, but had him hurt. It could have finished that fight. He yeah. only got to really hurt Demetrius Johnson, too. Mm-hmm. I put him down a couple times. I think Johnson, uh, I, I like John Dotson a lot. Uh, he's cool guy. A cool guy, fun guy. Infectious he's, smile. Infectious yeah. smile. He's got imagine sw- when he goes through puberty. <laughs> yeah, imagine. <laughs> He'd be really cool. <laughs> this anyway. is Jake the Roaster. Uh, uh, yeah, and he's. Uh, it's funny though afterwards because he's got like swag. For I mean, for a guy you know, uh, two foot three, uh, he, he's got this certain things about. I, I like John Dawson. He, he is. I mean, good energy. He's he's great energy. Cool guy, real cool. He's guy. always asking me to roast. You him seen too. him dance? No, I've not seen him. Have you seen him dance? Yeah, he gets. He, he you see him in a dance club, man. He's going off. Really? Yeah, it's it's fun to watch. He's got he's like crazy like running moves? and jumping yeah. off the walls. Oh yeah, he's doing, he's off doing the walls like he starts break dancing. No way. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Oh yeah, it's, I can see. It's funny because on the MMA, uh, on the watch the Ultimate Fighter, my my ex girlfriend, he was she was he was, she was my favorite. She 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 loved him. She was like, and he was the mole on the show, <laughs> and she thought he was that that was his nickname, the mole. Like she thought he was an actual mole. <laughs> <laughs> Which I wrote a joke about him. I go, he's actually you know come a long way since being removed from Enrique Iglesias' face. Uh, but John Dotson, I like. I like John Dotson. Uh, he's a you know I wrote a joke that he calls Team Alpha Mel the uh, Lakers, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm a Dotson supporter. Now yeah. we got to talk about before we get to our first guest, Brian Caraway. Um, <laughs> Brian Caraway. This should be fun. Brian Caraway is a guy who you know. We should get him on the show. I tried to have him on the show. He, the guy won't get back to me. Oh, he said me. no. No, okay. he didn't say no. He just didn't say yes. I got Misha me. said no for him. Yeah, Misha said no. So Brian Caraway's a guy who, you know, Misha Tate, obviously, and Ronda Rousey were going at it. And then he said to, he was going to knock out Ronda's teeth to someone else. And, and mm. that, you know, on Twitter, we all know what happened there. 
According to Michelle Old on our podcast, he sold her roommate drugs in college. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, according to Kadzangano, he elbowed her before the fight. He elbowed Kadzangano before her fight with Misha Tate. I mean, the guy you know, is going around after Pat Healy lost his bonus for smoking weed. Caraway says, well, you shouldn't smoke pot. It's bad for you. It gives a whole public service announcement, which is not what you want to hear. <laughs> from someone who sells. Someone, from, <laughs> from someone who sells drugs and from someone who, who lost their bonus. So, but you know what? On the Ultimate Fighter, I became a fan of Caraway because yeah. maybe it was because Ronda's personality rubbed rubbed a lot of people the wrong way and kind of came across kind of abrasive. But it seemed like he was put in these positions where he was kind of like he had this loud girlfriend, another girl. Are you talking about when he when he was on the Ultimate Fighter or when when, when he went, no, not when he was on it when uh, when he okay. was when uh, Misha, Misha, Misha yeah, yeah, yeah. On there. and I sort of felt bad for him because I think a lot of guys could. Put you put in a position where they have a loud girlfriend fighting with another girl, and you're just kind of stuck. You're like, oh Jesus, like this is my girlfriend. <laughs> you kind of you sort of I sort of identify with him. I've had been on dates with loud women, and it's just sort of like you're just. I thought he handled that very well. He didn't get in Edmund's face when Edmund said he was going to break his arm. He kind of came across as a kind of a cool guy, actually. Caraway, I kind of liked him until Saturday night <laughs> when he's fighting. Uh, he's he's doing pretty well in the fight. He lost the first round. But he's doing all right against uh, uh, the, the, the Max, uh, Eric uh, Perez. Eric uh, Perez, uh, Perez yeah. yeah. But then he fish hooks, uh, which is taking your finger, putting it in a guy's mouth, and and tearing the corners of the tearing mouth. the corner. Really illegal move. And he does it. I, I watched the first round. I think he did it in the first round. Tank Abbott was the reason that they made that illegal. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, maybe it should be legal. No, but but if Tank Abbott did it, but and and he clearly did it. Uh, there's a, a like a still shot going around the internet, and it's just like not just once but a couple times, right? It seemed like it a couple times. You can't really see that well. And, and John Anik was like, "Yeah, he's doing some kind of weird things to uh, to mess with his breathing." <laughs> y- yeah, he was putting his fingers in his mouth mm-hmm. and, and yanking them back. And uh, I, it's just kind of really hard to like this guy. I mean, what, what do you what are your thoughts on this? You know, I didn't see the fight to be honest, but um, yeah, I don't, that's not. I mean. That's illegal, but has anybody ever done that to you before? Fish took you. Um, Fish took you. Not in a fight in training, yeah. Really? Not in a fight, yeah. On purpose? But yeah, yeah. Well, wow. <laughs> the people that have done it to me, they've been on purpose. Why? Just in, to be a training. jerk, or yeah, just to, just to be funny or be an asshole. <laughs> now, <laughs> at that point, do you bite? Shouldn't you bite the guy's fingers off? Uh, if someone puts his fingers in your mouth, shouldn't you just bite them? You gotta expect that if you're gonna put your hand in someone else's mouth. I yeah, mean, it's like trying to you know put your hand in a dog's mouth or. It's like you're gonna, you're gonna get yeah. Dead, but, I, well, I, I don't agree with it though. Not at all. I mean, I, I didn't see the fight, but that's that's a dirty move. So then, what do you do? I mean, you, you, do you take away the guy? I mean, do you do you dock him? Do you fine him? Do you sort of? I mean, he he won the fight. He got mm-hmm. the submission. I mean, personally, if I, if I was the athletic commission, I would probably give take to take his you know five thousand or ten thousand away. I mean, you can't fish hook people. Mm-hmm. It's just not. What you can do, and it's Brian. But if but if it wasn't Brian Caraway doing it, I might not not as be as annoyed. <laughs> the fact that it's Brian Caraway fish hooking, and the fact is like you know he does have a hot girlfriend. Misha is a very very attractive girl. She's and she's she's got a great body, and she's got a she's kind of a spark plug. But Misha Tate goes on his Twitter during the fight before he goes, "Hey guys, it's Misha Tate. Uh, Brian needs more followers." Trying to and I'm like, leave the guy alone. It's just like it's just, it's. 
sort of like Mishti's running his life. You have this like we, and then he goes on some interview and he says guys are jealous because they you know they 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 they, they expect Mishti to be be with Brad Pitt and she, and then no 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 one expects that Brian. You know I mean let's <laughs> let's let's not get carried away. Let's not get carried. Let's not get carried away. You know let's, 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 <laughs> let's not get carried away. I mean seriously. Yeah, I mean funny. Brad Pitt is getting Angelina Jolie. Uh, in her prime, uh, a pr- prime Jennifer Aniston, a prime whoever. Mm. No offense, dude, but I'm, I'm not putting Tate up there. I mean, may- maybe if that's the kind of look, you know, just relax. But I understand that's that's like your girlfriend. You're supposed to say stuff like that, but still, she is pretty hot. All right. So that being said, uh, we we have more fights to get to, uh, uh, but we're gonna do some interviews right now. And uh, thank you for listening to our show. All right, so our first guest uh, was uh, a four-time college All-American. He was a national champion. He's uh, one of the, 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 the ranked in the top five in the, in, the, in the UFC. He's a badass. Phil, Mr. Wonderful Davis, how are you, man? Hey, hey, what's going on, dude? Uh, it's, it's, you're here with me, T-Rex, and uh, Jake Ellenberger. What up? What up? What up, fellas? So, are you at a barbecue right now? <laughs> I was actually just grabbing a, grabbing some lunch. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. So, so how are you doing, man? I you how's how's I'm everything? Doing great. How's everything going since, since like your your last fight? We saw your last fight against Anthony Johnson. Uh, how how are you recovering since then? Are are you back in the gym? Tell us about it. Um, obviously that fight didn't go as as planned, but uh, everything's been going well. Uh. Not too. Uh, my body wasn't too beat up after that fight, which was awesome. A lot of times when you lose, you're freaking all beat up. Yeah. A lot of times when you win, you're all beat up. But uh, I'll get a fractured orbital uh, myself. <laughs> but uh, other than that, uh, I had a little cut over my eye, but uh, it was good to go. So back in the gym, hustling. Nice. Now, do you think? Uh, I know before that fight, you were talking a lot of smack to John Jones. Uh, do you think maybe? Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe you 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 overlooked Anthony Johnson? In this in this fight, definitely not. Um, I've heard that from somewhere else, but there's no way. See, you, you got to be a master of like saying things, and, and just because I say John Jones does not mean I've completely forgotten that I'm fighting Anthony Johnson. It's just ridiculous. It's like you know the pre-fight you know talk when a guy says, oh, "I'm going to knock him out." Does that mean you're not going to look for a submission? Of course not. You know, you're going to do what you got to do. Um, I'm have no problem saying one thing and doing another. Right. Yeah. No, 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 I, Talking I, about John Jones and fighting Anthony Dawson, just <clears throat> there's no way I, I can. I don't think that had any any anything to do with the outcome of the fight. Yeah. No. It seemed like you were kind of doing it with a wink and a smile. And uh, I like no, I, yeah. I I know you from just from coming to my comedy show and like hanging out with you that one night. And uh, you know you are really funny. Uh, you know, nice, super nice guy, almost too nice in like some ways. So uh, I had a feeling. <laughs> no, I'm serious, man. You, you, it was, it was really. Fu- I was, I really appreciate you coming to the comedy show that night. It was, and it, it was really fun hanging out with you and Josh Thompson uh, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was, it was easy, man. It was freaking funny. <laughs> it was, I was worried. I was like, man, like, I hope I want to like have to fake laugh. I hope you rocked the show. You freaking killed it. Uh, you freaking yeah. killed it. You brought it. I was like, man, like. I was legitimately holding my stomach cracking up. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. I, thank I, you. Uh, thank I, you. I, I, I appreciate that. Now, um, now, 
that now uh, now now what was it back uh, back to fighting now what was it about AJ that kind of gave you do you think it was because he's a black zillion and I know the black zillions have kind of given you trouble I mean wh what was it about about Anthony Johnson specifically that kind of gave you problems um you know he he uh, he had he he did exactly what he needed to do he uh, he took the center of the cage and he didn't give it back and uh, and he fought out of uh, every takedown. Once once he got going, it's uh, it's hard to really uh, get a guy out of his groove. I wasn't able to settle into the fight well the way I normally do. Once I once I fell into a fight, then uh, you know settle into my my footwork and my my range. Freaking a difficult fight, but uh, he was able to keep me from uh, from doing that. So made things a little uh, not pleasant on my part. Yeah, I know he he hit you with some big shots in that first. Um, were you were you rocked? Definitely did. Were were you were you legitimately rocked? Or are you or were you kind of? Uh, you know, I was definitely like, man, don't go to your left again. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely said that, but uh, I I don't know. I, I don't know if I I got weak weak legs or anything. But I was like, man, he just this guy just hit me hard. Yeah, I mean, I definitely he remember thinking that. I mean, you were definitely the favorite, and I thought you, I thought you were going to win that fight. Honestly, I was like, "There's no." But then Anthony Johnson is just—he's just one of those guys. He's a good—he's good at everything, you know. And uh, exactly, yeah, yeah. And, and the other thing is, people are like, "Oh, he's not even in the top 10. I'm like, "Dude, relax. This dude—you—if you don't know MMA, it seems like he's not in the top 10. He's just getting back into the UFC. He's a, he beat up a, a bunch of the top talent. Uh, he, he moved up and." You just can't like X out all his experience against the top guys in the world. I know, I knew going into that fight, he's a tough cat. You know what I mean? Now, uh, I know there was no sleeping on him at any point in the game. Yeah, no, I was bummed. Now, how do you how do you deal with the um with like that whole thing afterwards? Like, I, I know that, like that night, do you do you kind of feel like oh man, I feel kind of dumb because I talked all this smack? Did you did you go out last night? Did you go out afterwards? Did you did you get laid? Did you did you? <laughs> I mean, what what exactly happened? <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know, I'm I'm always pissed when I don't win. That's my I'm just I'm too unhappy to like hang out and party or anything else. I, I just retired in the room for the evening. I was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> that was pretty much. That was pretty much the rest of my night. I was just, was just bummed, man. You I, know, I, every I, time I go into a competition, I expect to win. Yeah, I mean, and you've won. I mean, I was looking at your at your college career. You were 116 wins and 15 losses in college, and in high school, you were 112. People don't understand. Go wait. Hang on a second. People don't understand like how how crazy that it, that record is in in wrestling. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? If right, that's, that's unheard of, man. That's that's unreal. Like. I know, you know, I know the wrestling world somewhat, not not as much as you do, Phil. But like, people don't understand like how tough, how un unreal that a record like that is. You know what I mean? Yeah, 116 wins, right, 15 right. losses. You, you know, you got guys. It's, it's one thing just to have you know top guys in the nation uh, that you're going against week after week, which is the case in the Big Ten. Everybody in the Big Ten uh, is pretty much ranked in the top 20 in the in the nation. So you got the top 10 schools. Uh, I mean, you have the Big Ten now, it's 12 schools, but, you know, everybody in the Big Ten is ranked in the top 20. So everybody you face is top 20 caliber week in and week out. Then you go into all the top tournaments, Vegas and Reno and, you know, Midlands and Chicago. So you're, no matter what, 
our schedule is set up so that you're getting the best wrestling possible. And and the thing that you also got to figure out out of those 15 losses, um, a lot of those guys are national champions. And a lot of those guys, you have to go against time after time. That's not just like, those aren't 15 people. Yeah. 15 people did not beat me in college. So <laughs> some people beat me twice. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's incredibly tough. Not- college wrestling is incredibly tough. I will never forget, honestly, watching your national champion uh, final match. He's sitting there. He's up 7-2. to two, he's, he's winning the match. And the guy goes, you know, one of the things Phil Davis likes in his, in his uh, free time is uh, sewing. Uh, and, then, and then he cuts to, it's a picture in his box. And Phil Davis is like, yeah, me and my friends, we just like knitting. You know, we all get together and just knit. Like he was just totally fucking with the guys. <laughs> And, and and then the, and then the guy started laughing like I think Phil was having some fun with us. It was uh, that was one of the funny. I actually I didn't even know who you were, and I and I I like played that for like twenty of my friends. I'm like you got to see this guy. <laughs> one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my, in my life. Now one of the guys you lost to in college was Chris Weidman. Uh, did you know that Weidman was going to be that good? Did you th- you think this guy's going to be a potential UFC champion? Well, I mean, his he and I have had. Several matches throughout our <laughs> throughout our career. I got a picture. I don't know if it's still up on uh, on uh, my uh, in, not my Instagram, my Twitter. But he and I wrestled each other back in high school. Yeah. So Chris and I have been wrestling each other for a long time. Wrestling high school, wrestling college, and I was I think I was winning the series, uh, and then he beat me uh, his senior year uh, at, at the dual meet at his at his state at his uh, in Hofstra. So I, I mean, I already knew of him and knew he's a tough cat, and uh, he was he was top five, I think, in the nation. So I mean, I mean, it's it's a small community, yeah. Especially out of the, you know the top guys, so uh, it doesn't surprise me he's UFC champion. Right when you uh, when you um, when he first got into the UFC, and he was starting to fight. Did you know that he was going to be a champ? Like, did you know? Did you say like, oh god, this guy's going to be trouble? Oh yeah. Oh, I definitely did. I, I say that about everybody who has a, a high-level wrestling background. Um, Bader, I was like, oh, man, he's going to be a handful with some people. Nice. Now, now, uh, now, John Jones afterwards kind of uh, came back at you saying, yeah, you know, Phil didn't focus on me and blah, blah, blah. Uh, how did you, did you, <laughs> how did you respond to that? Did that bother you? Did that, were you like, oh, I'm going to get that guy? I mean, what, what exactly went through your head when, when uh, you heard that? He just he can rest for another couple of months because he's safe from me for now. That's all. <laughs> that guy, he's safe from me for now, but not forever. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, how do You'll you get yours, John? Though. <laughs> <laughs> Now, where's, I, your, where's, your, where's your soundboard, man? Hit that. DJ, DJ slacking. <laughs> it sounded like you have a boner. I don't that know what that not, was. That's the boner sound. That was the wrong sound effect. It's the only sound effect right. I know. That, that, that was awful. <laughs> DJ likes you, Phil. Yeah, that was. He likes you, bro. <laughs> now, uh, now, now, you fought. Um, now, being that you fought Machida and Machida's fighting Weidman, who do you like in that fight? I like I like Weidman. I still like Weidman. It's it's, it's going to be a crazy tough fight though. I, I even think Weidman may even lose a couple of rounds. 
because uh, he's the type of guy that you just don't know. Like, he's not the guy you can just dog walk. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you kind of got to get used to him. He's kind of one of those guys who, like, you just don't have any training partners like him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it, it, I, I, I expect he'll win. You know, it'll go five rounds and he'll win three or five. Now, do you, did did you kind of feel pressured a little bit by like Dana White because like they, I know after the Machida fight with you and Dana, Dana thought Machida won that fight. He tweeted that out, and then he said something. Dana said something about like, oh, Phil Davis needs to get you know make some more noise. Or did you kind of feel pressure to kind of become this like instigator in the UFC with John Jones to kind of make some names for yourself? Well, I mean, it's just kind of like I'm stuck between. Uh, you know, he, he he claims I don't I don't I didn't want it enough. So and basically, I had to call your shots. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. You know, you just gotta get a man what he wants. Right. I mean, right. Nothing I mean, hard there. You you you're just trying to sell tickets. I mean, that that totally makes sense. And I think that you'd be a. You gotta uh, get a man what he wants. Now, um, how's your? Uh, it seems to be like how's your stand up as far as it seems like you're, you've got your wrestling down. Your jujitsu is amazing as far as like you know, not amazing, but it's 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 definitely unique and it's definitely you've submitted some top level black belts. Uh, it seems like your one Achilles heel might be might be your uh, your uh, stand up because that's newer to you. Is that something that, you, that you're really going to focus right. on? It's definitely something you got to work on. Uh, you know what I mean? It's not something that comes natural to me so it's just constantly I have to constantly maintain constantly work hard at it yeah and I think you will I mean uh, you know you started wrestling in 8th grade uh, it's not like you were just you know this guy who started wrestling and like when you were 4 years old I mean it seems to be like you know one of these guys you're a naturally talented guy but you, you your talent is because you work hard versus like just okay here's a guy who's just naturally talented you know right 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 now I gotta ask. I know that you used to have a crush on Shandella. Did you ever bang her? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe no, man. Oh no, because you... no way. No, she's she's just always been the homie. Oh, okay, so she's been the homie. Okay, so uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, do you have a girlfriend now? I mean, a guy like you who walks around all ripped and you're a good-looking guy. Are you are you just slaying box in San Diego? <laughs> Slaying box. <laughs> no, not so much. Not so much. All right. Um, All right. Uh, <laughs> so, so you, so wait, 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 come on. So you have a girlfriend or no? Are you single or? Uh, no, no, I'm just single, dude. Dude. All right. I saw you at the single, MMA single awards. Huh? I saw you at the MMA awards in 2011. You had a girl with you that was ridiculously hot. And I, tor- I turned to Daniel Cormier, and I was like, is it too late for me to learn how to fight? <laughs> is that the kind of women you're getting? <laughs> <laughs> now, I, got, I, I do have to also... Oh, you know, it's just, you know, we could, I could teach you some grappling. We can work on that. <laughs> now, I do have to mention, a lot of people don't know this about you, which I, I think is amazing. In your, in your spare time, you go to third world countries and build churches for people. Uh, yes and no. Not a church, but a uh, building a health clinic. Health clinics. I mean, that's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, because I, I remember I, I was talking to you. You're like, yeah, you know. I mean, so you, now how often do you do this? Will you talk about this? Because a lot of people, they, they like do charity, and that's all you hear about is their charity. But you're like the opposite. Right. I mean, you, you have to like, uh, I have to go out of my way to find out the stuff about you. Would, you. would you at least take some credit for being like this nice guy who like does things for poor people? Well, I mean, that's that's part of it is that it's it's something that I, I love to do, and it's not something I need to take credit for. I'm not the one who benefits from it, you know. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to benefit from it, you know. Um, but it's uh, well, yeah, I go down to uh, the Dominican Republic every year and uh, uh, take a week and help build a, a health clinic down there. It's just. Uh, one of those places that is uh, in dire need of the basic elements of life, you know, medicine, water, food, clothing. Well, that's really nice of you, man. Honestly. Yeah, it is commendable, I, and the fact that you don't, like, put it out there in the spotlight no, it, to get uh, recognition for it is even doper. Yeah, no, I think that's really cool, man. And, uh, you know, you're, you're a really nice guy. Uh, now, I got to ask you two things. Are you still training with Gustafson? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. How do you like, how do you like Gus? Uh, wait, not, not like presently. He's not here right now, but yeah. How do you like his chances against John Jones? Uh, I, I like him. I like him. And especially now, man, he has even more confidence and even more knowledge on how to do it. So. And then also, how's Dominic Cruz doing? He's cruising, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but is he's he, cruising. Is he? Is he? Is he? No, he's doing good. He's doing real good, man. He's freaking. You know, a lot. Of, a lot of time with him, he was just like so anxious to get back in there. He's so anxious to defend his title. So anxious to shut off all the people who hate him on the internet. And uh, you know, he, he rushes, rushes, rushes because he's he's freaking. He he more than anybody wants to like. He wants to be in the octagon. He wants to be in that cage fight, and he wants to you know. Prove people wrong who uh, who are working so hard to let them know how much they hate him on Twitter. So uh, you know he what he was just him? working hard and harder than his body would let him. You know, sure. So, um, but you know it just takes a little time, and now he's let go a little bit of that pressure. So he's uh, he's uh, a little bit smarter about training. And then, uh, and then one more. Finally, uh, so today Chael Sonnen got popped for failing a random drug test. Uh, and now he's not going to be able to fight Vitor Belfort. Any thoughts on this whole drugs and MMA? And uh, oh, 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 I thought Vitor just popped though. He did. Uh, they, they they both did. They both did. A very cute couple. They, uh, so being that that's the case, they yeah. just so let him fight at this point. <laughs> what? So it's a wash. Yeah, it's a wash. Let's let him fight. Yeah, well, let him right. fight, right? Yeah, let your drugged up dude <laughs> oh, fight my funny. drugged up dude. <laughs> but, 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 like, but, like, what? Well, I mean, I mean for, but, but for a guy who doesn't take any steroids, which, which I, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you don't. And, and let's not I, jump the gun, there, handsome. And these other guys. I mean, how does it feel? <laughs> I mean, does it, does it, does it bother you that these guys are all trying to take a, get an advantage and take some like stuff? Uh, it, it doesn't bother me, man. It doesn't bother me. I think uh, um, more than anything, I I'm comfortable with my body and what I what I know I can do. 
um, a lot of people gotta gotta try to make themselves bigger, stronger, faster, whatever they whatever they feel like they want to do. But the best thing to have in an octagon is confidence, and I know that I work hard and I get the results that I want the right way. You know, yeah. you just can't achieve that when you cheat. Yeah, that's that's true. Now Anthony Johnson came on our show and said he doesn't like. Uh, black vaginas because they don't look healthy. Uh, did you guys <laughs> did you guys talk about this during the fight at all? Uh, uh, no, we actually didn't. <laughs> actually didn't. I'll have to follow up about that. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, Phil, uh, where can people find you uh, as far as Twitter and the website and people that want to find you? Uh, you can find me on... Um, da, 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 what is mine? At Phil Mr. Wonderful on Twitter, Phil M R W on Instagram. Somebody that was uh, trying to impersonate me on Instagram, use my profile picture. Use Phil Mr. Wonderful. Don't follow Phil Mr. Wonderful on Instagram. Phil M R W. And uh, yeah, man, PhilMrWonderful.com. Phil, man, thanks. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It really means a lot, dude. Thanks, Philly Phil. Thank yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, thanks man. Later. All right, that was Phil Davis. It's funny when you asked him about, you know, how you deal with losing because everyone deals with, with things differently. But um, it's a funny story. So I have a guy, um, a buddy of mine from New York City. When we'll for uh, we'll just say his name's Doug, he, and he sent me a book, and it it was called Exit Strategy after I lost. And he goes, Well, if if you're gonna kill yourself, at least do it right. That was inside the book. <laughs> Shut the hell like, up. Uh, not joking. That this is, is a there true somebody story. that you know? Yeah, it was is a friend he doing of mine. it to be funny? Well, it's a friend of mine, and he was like, "Well, I just want to make sure, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna exit, you're gonna do it right." <laughs> oh my God, what a okay. dick! Okay. Wow, yeah, you should. I, I would, I would uh, not hang out with Doug too much. Sounds like, uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of a dark sense of humor. He has a he has a different sense of humor. We'll put it that way. Is he a fighter? No. All right. No. So let's get uh, let's get Askren on the phone. Okay, so we have uh, we have Ben Askren, who is a. Just coming off a, a big win in 1FC. He's an Olympian wrestler. He's a two-time NCAA champion. He has the most pins ever in one year in wrestling. And uh, he was the undefeated Bellator champion, and they got rid of him because, because he just beat everyone down too easily. Well, I, I, I got rid of them. Oh, you got rid of them. Sorry. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, con- congrats on your, uh, your, your big win over in uh, Singapore. Thank you. Yeah, it went pretty well. Now, now you actually got taken down in that fight, uh, and then I heard you said you did it. You let him do it on purpose. Is that true? Well, you know what? When I'm striking, I have zero regard for their ability to take me down, because if they take me down, I know they're an idiot, and they're just asking me to get beat up real easy. So, um, I mean, the guy's only chance is to hit me with some kind of hard punch and knock me down, right? And then he goes and takes it to the ground like a moron. So. Um, you know, like a lot of people, strikers, they're really worried about getting taken down, so they're very uh, aware of their defense, takedown defense. I am 0% aware of it because I don't care. So, um, yeah, you know, I know if they take me down, he's in my game. Yeah, no, and then you actually, uh, it was crazy seeing, like, those knees to the head. I mean, was that was that fun being able to kind of knee, to, uh, knee, knee a guy to the head? Because I know you can't do that in other... Yeah, uh... yeah you know, I've been kind of playing around with it in practice. I had uh, I didn't give it any good ones in a shot. I got a couple little small knees into the head. Um, I had practiced a few positions uh, in practice quite a bit, and it is awesome. I mean, it really definitely adds to our style of a wrestler. It really helps that a lot. 
So uh, I'm looking forward to you even using those more in the future. Yeah, I mean, you're building this like kind of cult following now uh, of people that <laughs> of people that are like really upset that you're not in the UFC. Um, yeah. Uh, and I'm 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 actually one of these people. I th- I would love to see how you would do against against some of these guys in like the top in the in the the the, 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 the top of the of the uh, division. And it is it's kind of annoying because uh, there's no reason why you shouldn't be in. The, I look at some of these guys who are signing. You know, they're five and two or the blah blah blah. I mean, you're you're 13 and 0 in MMA. Do you think uh, maybe you shouldn't have called Dana White a fat bald man? <laughs> Well, that was that. That was afterwards. You know, the the only thing I said before that one was that he was a liar. Which you know, it's not that bad when when he is a liar, and I just call it like it is. It's not that bad, right? No, I mean, people. Someone's being a liar. I mean, people have been called liars before. But but the whole like that guy's a fat bald man. Do you kind of regret? Maybe you shouldn't have said that. No, you know the way I see it. You know, he he ruined my ability to. You know, be the number one fighter in the world was that. That's what that was my goal, right? And I don't have that ability right now because I can't beat those guys. Um, so he he ruined my goal, and I called him a few names. Like, who got the best of that one? You know, he obviously got the best of it. I think, unfortunately, um, you know, I think I think I became a symbol of uh, what Dana is doing wrong in a lot of people's eyes. You know, he's he's not making all the right moves right now, and I think a lot of people see that. And I think I think you know. Not signing me was just one. Uh, it was kind of like maybe the straw that broke the camel's back for a lot of true MMA fans. Yeah, I mean, I you know I'm I'm a big UFC fan, and I, I think they're doing a lot of a lot of things right. I would say not signing you would be the the main thing wrong. You know, I, I just coming from a wrestling yeah. coming from a wrestling background, I, 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 I coach wrestling kids. I, you know, I was a fan of yours back in Mizzou. You know, when you were when you were doing those like crazy pins, when you beat the guy fourteen to two in the finals, who was Jesus. who was who was of the NCAA's. I mean, I was a fan back then. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's the thing. Now, as far as like Johnny, uh, we're talking about Johnny Hendricks. So Hendricks beat you in high school, right? And now you're and you've been kind of gunning. Yeah. Now, what was the score of that of that match? Um, well, he beat me one time in nationals with our junior year, pretty bad, and then he beat me seven five in the dream team classic. And now, you, and now, how do you think you would do against him now? I think I'd be outstanding. You know, I wanted to wrestle him in college. So our senior year, obviously, by that time we're going into our seniors. He wins two national titles. I had won, and I had won the Hodge already to that point. And I had uh, they had this thing called the NWC All Star Classic every single year, where the best guys at every weight That's wrestle, awesome. right? Yeah. So I call them up and I say, "Listen, I want to wrestle Hendricks. I know we're not the same weight." I'll make that weight. I said, no problem. I'll make it for you. I want to wrestle him. And, you know, that, that hadn't happened to that point. Was but I wanted 65? to make a point of it because I didn't like him, right? I wanted to get paid back from high school. And so they say, no. They say, no, invite already out. We can't do it. They say, all right, screw you guys. I'm not wrestling then. And so, you know, a couple years down the road, I heard that Johnny had turned that down. He was the one that said, no, I don't want it. So, um, you know, I think Johnny's still trying to hold on to that high school when he's got over me. And... You know, you didn't hear him say nothing when I got when Dana wouldn't sign me because he was happy. He was so happy. So how do you think? How do you think this? Okay, so say Dana Floyd says, you know what, Askren, fine, we're gonna put you in. How do you see this fight going down between you and Johnny Hendricks? Well, I mean, you know, if Dana did say something like that, he he is better. He better make an apology first because I don't appreciate the way I was treated. So, um, you know, if I were to accept the invitation, he'd have to apologize first. 
Good luck, um, good luck with that. You know, Johnny's good. Obviously, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make any. I'm not gonna make any butts about it. He's he's damn good. I mean, he's UFC champ right now. He hits really hard. Obviously, he's got the wrestling background. Um, you know, the weakness I've seen is his wrestling has gotten. It's it's went way downhill. I mean, I've seen him getting taken out by guys who weren't that good. Um, so his wrestling's going really down, and his cardio is is questionable at best. Um, so obviously, he hits hard. And I'm not I'm not too scared of that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go at him. I'm gonna get him tired. I'm gonna take him down. And I'm gonna beat him up just like everyone else. Now it's gonna be more difficult than everyone else, but I'm gonna do it. All right. So uh, that, that's Hendricks. How do you see yourself against Nick Diaz? Diaz, man, he ain't fighting anymore. Why, why am I talking about me against someone who's retired? Because we want to get hits on on, on this uh, link, and if you see, <laughs> <laughs> and if you see, uh, and uh, pe- people love talking about Nick well, Diaz. Well, Nick Diaz can stay. He can stay off the pipe. Maybe I'll, I'll fight him. Wow. <laughs> and uh, you know, I you know, he's like taking down a wet paper bag. <laughs> so he's really easy, you think, for you? Yeah, I, I don't think I'd have much trouble. You know, he'd probably be flipping me off and shit, but I would just smile at him. Now, 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 Hector Lombard came on our show, and he said when he trained with you, he treated you like a baby, he threw you around, uh, and that he's, he should have been the U.S. Olympian wrestler. I don't think that's true. Uh, and, that he, and that he destroyed you in wrestling. Is there anything yeah. true? Is, yeah, that, it's, that, those are lies. I think I addressed this before, and I, told, <laughs> I put out an open invitation for him to wrestle at Aegon. So we can do it in front of the camera so everyone can see what happens. I mean, you know, if he's so confident in his statement, let's do it for real. I said, I, mean, I said I'd do it for real. I have no problem wrestling in front of cameras with him. I mean, at that point, that was the first time I ever sparred in my life. So would he have beat me in MMA? 100%. I had no, I had no chance against him at that point. That was 2009 when I started fighting. He didn't hit 30 fights. But to say he beat me in wrestling is asinine. And I'll wrestle him. <laughs> I'll put my own money on the line. I don't even have to find prize money because I'm willing to put my own money on the line. And if he's so confident, he could put his own money on the line, and and we can wrestle for in front of cameras for everyone to see. I'd love to see that. Yeah, I mean, and how do you think you do against him in like in uh, jujitsu? Jujitsu, that you know, that's closer. You know, like that, like I said back then, that was like my my first month of training, and he beat me in jujitsu. But you know, at that point, he was a black belt in jujitsu, and I was a white belt. So, um, yeah, I've made a lot of progress since then, obviously. So, you know, that, that'd be an even match, I'd say. I, I got to say, I, I watched a video of you with uh, Marcelo Garcia, who I'm sure people know if they listen to the show, who Marcelo mm-hmm. Garcia is. If, like, if like, you don't know who he is, he's one of the best jiu-jitsu people in the world. And, uh, and you know, you being such a good wrestler, uh, you know, he, 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 he manhandled you. But, I mean, but you were brand new. Why did you agree to allow that to be taped, number one? And number two... Uh, is it because you have no ego, or, or I mean, yeah, no, I, I don't care. Um, you know, obviously, I didn't like what happened to me, but you know, everyone told me that was going to happen. Everyone was like, "This guy is—he's so amazing." And by that point, I had rolled with other black belts, and I hadn't beat him, but I'd been respectable. And so, um, you know, I'm not worried about winning and losing against anyone in practice. It's practice, so I say, well, you know, yeah, let's do this. Whatever, I don't care. And, uh, yeah, he whooped my ass. And he's on another planet than anyone else in jiu-jitsu. I mean, I've rolled with a lot of people, and I've never, ever, ever felt anyone like him. No, it was amazing. I felt he's like just, I was watching me roll with him. Uh, <laughs> he's, just, he's, so, he's so ridiculously good at jiu-jitsu. Um, it, it was amazing. I, and, you know, 
it's kind of like when people fight me that just they see this kind of chunky curly haired guy <laughs> and they're like no way that dude's gonna take me down and beat my ass and sure enough 30 seconds into the fight they're on the ground getting punched in their head and they don't know what happened <laughs> no that's 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 true and like and your your last three fights have been stoppages uh you're, yep. I mean, you've been, you've been, you know, you just beat a guy who's nine and zero, and who was, oh, and actually, he wasn't nine and zero. He was on a nine fight winning streak, and you, and yeah, you, he was uh, like eleven and two, I think, maybe. Now, how did you like? Two. How did I, I, I was in Singapore. How did you like being in a, in a Singapore? By the way, oh, uh, Singapore is awesome. I mean, it's it's very similar to America. Everyone speaks English. They got great food. There's a, uh, it's very affluent. The gym over there is great. Evolve MMA. That's where, you know, our train arm over there. It's awesome. So, yeah, I had a great time. Did you find the four floors of whores? <laughs> Man, I, I've heard about it, but I didn't go looking. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, your wife is smoking hot, by the way. You have a very hot wife. Um Good work. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm sure she would too. Uh, good work on that, man. Did good you work. go to the the, the, <laughs> the Marina Bay Sands? Have you been there to the the, the pool at the top of the? Yeah, you know, I, st- I stayed oh, in Marina Bay Sands the last time. That place is amazing. Oh, unbelievable! I know what when I was yeah. uh, on the top was, of that skyscraper. Like, yeah, hotel, yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen the, videos of that. The, uh, the Infinity pool on the top, Edge pool, the Infinity pool. Yeah, it's Jesus. it's unreal, man. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I mean, that's and that's kind of the feeling I got in Singapore. Is it just like the whole place, you just look around, I mean, these skyscrapers they have, they're not just plain, straight-up squares, you know? They they got these immaculate, like, clean, beautiful buildings. It, it's like, wow, everywhere you're looking. Yeah, no, I, I went there, I did a show for the military over there, and there were all these, like, um, uh, karaoke places where they had their girls' headshots outside. Yeah, people dress up. They get yeah, the full, was, like, regalia, like, gowns and everything. It was... It, so it was really? Yeah, it was very strange, but it was fun. Now, I got, now we got to talk about uh, some more fighting. So... Um, Let's do it. Now, <laughs> what... Now, now, I heard you say that you're making six figures in, uh, in 1FC. Is that for one fight? Is that for the whole... For six fights? Is that including the two yeah, zeros after the decimal point? Yeah, I'm not supposed to talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got yelled. You know what? I, I made a mistake. I should have talked about it last time, and I got yelled at. And I'm not supposed to talk about that anymore. Okay. All right. So let's talk yeah. about let's talk about other guys in the in the uh, division. <laughs> How do you see yourself doing against Robbie Lawler? Lawler, man, he's doing good right now. I'm very impressed by him. Um, you know what? Honestly, I think he, I think he's a tougher tougher fight for me than than uh, Johnny Hendricks would be. In all honesty, I agree. Um, he, uh, you know, he's more precise and accurate with his striking. Johnny's got a lot of power, um, and obviously, I think he's got a light, slight wrestling advantage on Robbie. But Robbie, he's he's on a streak right now, and those are, those are the kind of the guys that are really tough to fight. Is the guys that um, they find a groove like that. Mm-hmm. Did you train with him when you were at American Top Team for a little bit? No, um, you know, I was only at American Top Team for like uh, uh, two weeks in the beginning of my career kind of went to check it out and see everything and uh, Robbie wasn't there at the time I trained with him once or twice in in Arizona um, when I was there. he was kind of with Power MMA for a while when I was coaching Arizona State so so we worked out a couple times okay and then how do you see yourself doing against Matt Brown Matt Brown I just, I just worked out with Matt Brown today I'm in Columbus, Ohio actually so um, you know, I'm not sure we, we, we'll see <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I know that I know that you and Tyron Woodley are, are like boys. So I'm not going to ask you about that. Uh, Jake Ellenberger, how do you yeah, see yourself against, against Jake? 
What is up? I don't know. He seems like a nice guy, too. I don't know if I can fight him. <laughs> All right, good. All right. I, I had to say, because if I didn't say you, then that, that would not, I wouldn't be putting you up there with these guys. No, so I want to say. Like, really quick, though, I, I, I agree with Ben because like, people thought I was crazy when I said, listen, I think Hendrick should be an easier fight for me than, than Robbie Lawler. And they're like, really? Uh, yeah, really. Because, like you said, Robbie's a much more precise striker. He's got more experience. You know, and, and trust me, you know, Johnny's got power. But he's a little bit more predictable. You know, yeah, what I mean? you, you got know a guy what's like coming. Robbie. Exactly. You know, you know what's coming. Definitely, definitely. It's kind of like you know. I, I know. I'm on the same page with you, there, Ben. I agree. It's. Yep, for sure. Now, is it is it weird being the best wrestler at Rufus Sport? Uh, like, are, are are there guys to push you? Uh, wrestling. Well, I got, I got my brother to keep me honest. He, you know, he lives in the area, so I need a good script. I call him up and we, we mix it up. Is your is your brother going to be a uh, pro fighter? No, I, I don't think so. You know, he came in. He comes in to work out the, the jiu-jitsu every once in a while. Wrestled with me, but um, you know, I, I don't see. It. He's already twenty-eight, so I don't know if I see him picking it up. Right now, I got to ask you, Thompson. Now, someone, uh, what? Somebody sent me a picture of you naked holding your, <laughs> your, 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 your naked holding your belt. Uh, not full. Well, not, not completely naked. Not completely naked, but you're in some weird pose. And I was gonna post it, but I'm like, yeah, I don't want to post it. I, don't, I, you know, this is like, I'm, I don't know. I mean, it's very funny, but, but then I go on the, then yeah. I, but that, but that, that, then I go on the internet, and that, that picture's floating around the internet. So I didn't even feel special. Uh, what, what the hell were you doing? Who took that picture, and why are you naked holding your belt? Well, there's a famous uh, one man army, Bo Taylor. You know, famous internet troll. Um, <laughs> He's got a picture of his belt when he's taking a crap. He's holding his belt, taking a crap. And so I, I sent that one in response to him, taking a crap with his belt. Oh, okay. So, uh, now, yeah. now, what did your wife say when she saw this picture? What did you say? What, what, now, how did, how did your wife react when she saw this picture? Was she like, why are you taking this picture of you naked? I, think she, I think she was the one that took it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was very, very, it was very strange. Now, are you still not wearing deodorant? I don't mm. wear deodorant, no. Mm. Not. I got it. Do you rub the crystals under your arms? Something, something like that, yeah. <laughs> ben, I got to ask you, um, besides yourself, who do you think are the best wrestlers in the sport? Uh, well, I, th- I think the obvious one right now is Daniel Cormier. I mean, especially with what he did to, what he did to Dan Harrison a couple weeks back. That was, that was super impressive. I mean, yeah, Dan... Man. He has a good, you know, great wrestler in his own right, Olympian, obviously. And Daniel just, man, he put it on a clinic. He took him down multiple times. He threw him, uh, did a couple of mat returns, controlled him when he was on the mat. So, you know, I think that that performance was super impressive. So that's the one that sticks out in my mind uh, right away when you ask that question. Yeah, and now I've got, I got to talk about the Olympics for a second. Now, you went to the Olympics, uh, and... Per, like personally, like uh, look, I was. Uh, I'll, I'll talk. About, I'll talk about my own experience with freestyle wrestling. I was never good at freestyle. I was a. I was a four time. I was a four time class A champion in New England and in, in high school, uh, and folk style freestyle. I just couldn't get it. Now you made the Olympics freestyle brand new. Uh, you ended up losing to yeah. a guy. You ended up losing to a guy from Cuba, uh, and then you were there was an interview with you. You had a tear in your eye, and they said, "What happened? Do you think it was lack of experience?" And you get, and you said, "Just you said no, I sucked." Uh, which I think was actually tells a lot about you as a person to not make excuses, to not, you know, not put the blame on something else. Uh, is that something that you kind of regret? Did that propel you to go into MMA? Talk to us about about that a little bit. Um. Well, you know that 
making the Olympics and winning Olympic gold, that was something I, I had my eye on for a decade. I mean, a decade of hard work, and you get one shot at it. It's not like I can go. I can wake up the next day and have another shot at it. It's not like that. So, um, you know, I can't definitely. I can't say I was totally new to it because I wrestled freestyle since I was a kid. Now, you know, in America, we only wrestle freestyle a couple months a year. So, you know, I was wrestling two, two, three months a year freestyle. Or you know, in the rest of the world, the rest, the rest of the whole year. Um, but you know, that was my second or third announcement. So I was fairly new to it, but that wasn't, that's not an excuse. I, I know, I don't know how to wrestle freestyle. I just wasn't good enough. I mean, there's been other people who won it right out of college and, you know, I thought I was ready and I just, I didn't execute. And that was just as simple as it is. I mean, is that, now is that something that kind of still, have you, have you let go of that or does that still bother you sometimes? No, I let go of it. I mean... Like at the Olympics, you know, it was like I can do another four years of training and have another shot, or I can try MMA, which was something that definitely interested me at that point. So I figured I'd try MMA if I didn't like it, and I'd go back to wrestling at seven or three, three and a half years, champ for the next Olympics. And I got into MMA, I enjoyed it, I, you know, I had some success. So I, I did stick with it. And, you know, I, def, I definitely go. It's something to hold on to. I, I have my shot. I didn't, didn't do like I needed to do. And that's what it is. And I, I don't get that shot again. And that's, I had to accept that. Yeah, well, I mean, you're you're a big man for doing that. Now you're in uh, you're in some kind of Twitter beef right now with uh, Rory McDonald. I am. Yeah, yeah. You're in a you and Mike Ricci and Rory McDonald are in oh, some kind of Ricci. no. Ricci Ricci started with me. That's that's <laughs> as simple as it he's is. Like a net. And, you know, he's he's a turd. <laughs> I mean, he's not even good at fighting. Are we? we I don't even know why I responded right. to him. He's terrible. You think, I mean, he's not terrible. I mean, he made no. the UFC. He's terrible. I beat him with one hand behind my back. You you would beat Mike Ricci with one hand. All right. He one hand the, behind he my back. I'd put my, my own money on it. You would put your own money on it. How much money do you have? Are, are these guys paying you? Six you're, figures. You're putting, <laughs> well, you know, I could I could take out a loan, too. That's a good point. That's a good point. Now, all right. We've got some, we got some questions from uh, from Sherdog. Uh, okay. Uh, tell Askren to start slamming people. And ask him why he doesn't slam people. Slamming, it's inefficient. You know, you don't need to pick a guy up to put him down. That's inefficient. It's a waste of energy, right? Why would I, why would I pick him up to put him down? I just put him down. That's a, that's a very good response. Now, uh, <laughs> will you ever consider fighting at 155? I, could, I barely made 153 for the Olympics. And I know I look kind of chunky and whatnot, but I think my bones are dense or something because... Uh, you know, I had to, I was on a serious diet to make 163, and I barely made it every single time. So, 55 is definitely out of the question. So, okay, and then uh, from Meathead Jock, uh, <laughs> he wants to know when we could expect your next uh, Agon wrestling match, and who your opponent will be. Uh, well, we're you know we're on break for the summer. Our plans to come back in the fall, and and we're working on the business structure and everything else so we can make it smooth for season two. So, uh, it, it, it's a work in progress at this point. Okay, and then uh, and then finally, uh, uh, from Man Meets Fate from the UG. If the rumors are true that in the history contract, is it mandatory that Lenny Hart gets some of the funk after every fight he has at one FC? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Lenny Hart is freaking awesome. I mean, do you guys are you guys listening to her announce? Uh, get you pumped, right? I mean, Buffer's good. Buffer, Buffer's the real deal, but Lenny Hart's on another level. Lenny, okay, all right. Uh, and then from, from guest buyer, BJJ wants to know if you train Guy, uh, how long you plan on fighting for, when you come to the UFC, and why you didn't stop fighting with the WSOF. A lot of questions there. 
Okay, yeah, that's a lot of questions. Uh, let's see. Let me go through them. Number one, not I rarely train in the gi. I really don't do it very often. I think um, it's something maybe I'll do once I retire from fighting. But while I'm fighting, I don't know that gi jiu-jitsu is highly functional. I think it's no gi is the more functional one, just because you know I don't need to know the grips in order to be successful um, in, in MMA. Just don't need to know it. Uh, UFC, who cares? Uh, how long am I going to fight? Uh, I'm not sure. And uh, we'll do the fighting. That, that's a long story. All right. Ben, what do you think about uh, Woodley and McDonald this weekend? Man, I sure hope Woodley. freaking Tyron starches him fast because uh, well, McDonald, he drives me crazy. Really, really drives me crazy. Obviously, I like Tyron a lot. So that, that's sure. what I'm hoping for. Uh, I, I'm a little nervous that it could be a really boring fight because yeah. um, McDonald likes to stay. He likes to stay on the outside and kind of not do much and just kind of really pick his punches and kind of be boring-ish. And... Um, you know, Tyron. Tyron's not a high volume fighter. He's you know he's a power puncher. So, you know, if he doesn't get his couple shots off, then it, it could it, it could turn into be a, a real boring fight. Was uh, Woodley's mom? Uh, did she come? Did she come to your college matches too and go crazy? <laughs> oh, she's awesome. She was awesome. Uh, you know, her thing. Her Tyron had a great tilt in college. You know, two on one tilt. Yeah. He, he had a great tilt. And so her thing, she does yell. Oh, that's awesome! That's what she would all every time. That's what she would yell. Yeah, we would all just, we would just be waiting for it because you knew it was going to happen. So we would just laugh so hard. <laughs> no, all, all your uh, your that Mizzou team of you, Chandler and Woodley. I mean, you guys are all killing it, man. Uh, in the uh, in yeah, the pros, definitely. Uh, and, and like, yeah, and, it's good. I mean, it's good. To, go ahead. Uh, no, go, I'll go on. What were you saying? Oh, I say it's great to have, uh, you know, see other people that I was teammates with and friends with having so much success. Um, you know, Mike's had a few stumbling blocks lately, but hopefully he'll hop right back on the horse and start kicking some butt again. And Tyron's, Tyron's on a great streak right now. I mean, he's doing really, really, really well. Yeah, and by the way, all we have them both on the podcast. They're all convinced that you would beat GSP, just so you know. They're, uh, nice. Yeah. Well, you know, if, if your friends aren't on your side, then you're in trouble. It's true. It's true. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I am. I'm trying to get booked in uh, in uh, around Missouri. So if I do, I'd love to have you come to a show, man. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, I'm in Milwaukee too. So anytime you're up there, you just let me know. Absolutely. Well, and by the and and, and thanks for being a, a really good sport because I'm always ripping on you on uh, Twitter and you and you always retweet. Yeah, it's it. okay. You, you, you know, it. I take I take it nicely, but I'm gonna see you once. I'm gonna get your ass. I'm gonna get <laughs> you. Thank you, man. I look forward to it. <laughs> well, well, where can people find you, Ben Askren? Uh, just at my name, at my name, at Ben Askren on Twitter, and then same thing on Facebook. Well, well, thank you, man. You are uh, you're an awesome fighter. You're an awesome guest, and uh, it's a pleasure to have you on. It was awesome. Man. Thanks, man. guys. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Good to have you, man. Right. See ya. Later. All right, that was Ben Askren. Funny guy, man. Yeah, funny. Why, why, why isn't he uh, in the UFC? It's very straightforward, he called too. called the boss a fat bastard. <laughs> well, he, well, that's a good point. But that was <laughs> that after. First, it. it was just a liar, right? He said just a liar. Yeah. But it is, isn't a promoter's job is to somewhat lie, kind of, you know, I mean, not, not really. But, I mean, when, 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 anytime there's a fight and they're hyping a fight, this is the 
he's the fastest guy in the world, and this is the greatest fighter. This is an epic. They're selling a fight. You got that's part of the job. I mean, you, I mean, what do you want people to say? Look, this is probably it not. Should the, be all right. It should, should be okay. It's not the worst fight. Fill in for It's not the worst fight you could watch. <laughs> yeah, Askren should fight Vitor. Uh, I think I think he might get hurt. Uh, that's although, a tough one. That's a tough one to jump into. So we got King Mo coming up right now, and then we got predictions for 174. Dun, dun, dun. All right, so we have uh, international sensation, uh, awesome fighter, uh, badass. King Mo is with us. How are you, yeah, King Mo? Yeah, yeah. I'm chilling, man. Trying to go shopping, man. I got to get so close to the BT Awards, though. <laughs> really going to the BT Awards? Nice. Hell yeah, I'm going. Why would I not? I don't know. I, I didn't know that you were so into uh, uh, the BT Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a lot of fun. Is that is that uh, tonight? What what'd you say? When are the BT Awards? Okay, two weeks. Oh, in two weeks. Okay, you're ready to go two weeks. Now, I actually met you. Yeah. I actually met you uh, a couple of years ago when you were first starting at Justin Fortune's gym. I don't know if you remember. You were at, in, in L.A. You had you had just fought for Sengoku, and uh, you were at Justin Fortune's gym getting ready for a fight. And I was the annoying guy asking you about uh, Mako. Oh yeah, I remember your fuck ass. <laughs> How's it going, man? Well, it's great to see uh, how far you've come since then, man. And uh, I, I know uh, we t- well, let's talk about your last fight, which I thought you won. I thought you got robbed in, in, in uh, that fight uh, against Rampage Jackson. Uh, a lot of people think that. Uh, afterwards, you then called Bjorn Rebney a dick riding ass uh, on television, which I, I've never had anybody, I've never seen anyone call their boss a dick riding ass on TV. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, would you like to expand on that at all? Well, you know, first of all, I call him a dick riding ass. You know, it's like, with black folks, you know, white folks say you dick riding ass, but black folks say, with your dick riding ass. You know what I'm saying? It's a different, different flow to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, that's how I felt, man. I felt what I felt. And that's, that's what it is. You know, I, th- I thought, you know, I saw, I looked over there, I saw him, you know, get a fist pump, and I was like, this motherfucker's staring, you know what I'm saying? And then I was like, they handed the microphone, which I don't think they was going to anyway, and then I said what I had to say. Now, how, now, what did Buren say to you afterwards? Oh, nothing, I don't know, I don't, I don't talk to, I don't to I don't talk to dude, you know, a year, a year ago we were cool, but now it's just like we just, we just work together, I guess. I don't, I don't really talk to him, man, I don't, I don't walk with him like that. I don't think anybody does. I mean, now were, I mean, were you mostly upset because you thought the fight was fixed, that they were going to have Rampage win any kind of a close decision? Well, I didn't know what to expect. I thought that it was pretty clear. I went rounds one and three, but the thing is, you know, I don't know, man. It's, it's, I think that I think that you know, judges for them to, to them, all three judges said that he won t- two rounds, and I won one. That to me is some bullshit, but. And then even even with Jimmy Smith, man, like you know, like I went back and watched the fight, out, and his ass is like, this it, is funny. This was funny, right? Jimmy Smith was like, you know, Rampage did do something dramatic to win this round. Rampage just stepped those punches, hit air, not me. And then he's like, well, Rampage won that round off the stand up. I'm like, what the fuck? He beat up some air. So let me tell you. So you mean tell me he beat up air? You win the round? You know what I'm saying? Some people, man, get to get me get the eyes checked. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's why I'm I'm to the point where. I talk to the cast. I don't give a fuck about people in the organizations no more. I talk to the cast, and I, and I kick with my people. You know what I'm saying? That's all I care about. 
I mean, everything else don't matter. Do you think Rampage got in your head with all that smack talk? Yeah, fuck no. That corny ass shit you were saying. It's like to white folks, that shit is new. Because they don't go to black barbershops. <laughs> but the shit Rampage is saying is it's said over and over again. It's not even funny, but you know, when he goes to the press conference, he'll say some corny ass shit like, you're a perfecting your eye. You know what I'm saying? Ha ha ha. And, and uh, all the people that have never been around black folks much will start laughing because it's something new to them. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. <laughs> and now, look, I mean, it's see, look, it was. Now, are you, are you going to accept the rematch? Because he did offer you a, a, a rematch, or he said he would have a, a rematch yeah. with you. Yeah, he would, but I don't think Bellator wants that. They don't want that. I mean, Bjorn don't want that. Because I'll beat him. I'll beat him again. Yeah, I mean, you definitely. It seemed a little bit though that you were kind of uh, a little, a little. Uh, were you worried at all about his power? Fuck no, he hit me. You know what I'm saying? I was never rocked like that. I just, said, I couldn't, I couldn't get my footing right. You know what I'm saying? I was slipping all over the fucking mat and the canvas. There are a few times I throw a right hand, I fucking fail. You know what I'm saying? Right in front of him. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, this motherfucking canvas. They had this from a bastard bitch. Because every one of my belts were fights, I slipped in some way, in some fashion. And uh, I can't afford to have to be flipping like that no more. Yeah, no, I was, you know, King Mo, I've been following you for a long time. And uh, I'm, first of all, I'm a, a, a fan of yours. I, you were a little rude to me at the, at the gym. I'm not going to lie. But I was kind of, a, I, I was annoying. Okay. I, I was an, an, a, a annoying you, and I understand why. So, um, but you've had a tough life, man. I mean, you're a guy, you, you, you were raised by uh, a, a single mom. You didn't even know your father. You know, you, you worked your ass off, you wrestled in high school, then you, then you got to, then you got to, uh, you got to college, you were a junior college national champion, then you were, uh, we went to OSU, correct? And you, you, took, yeah. you took third in the country, and you were supposed to take first, right? It was a pretty big upset? Yeah, yeah, it was kind of some bullshit. You know, I fucked up, because the referee called for stalling, when I was pressing the action, and then uh, I took a bad shot, and Duran behind me, Damian Kahana. You took a bad shot, so he kind of so that that was, and then you tried out for the Olympic team, and you got screwed out of that too. Well, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. The first time Kale got me, the second time, they don't give him low. You know what I'm saying? Those my points. I, I'm telling you, I've been screwed a lot. I got screwed the Olympic trials at World Championships. I was beating this Russian, the, the favorite to win worlds that year. I was beating them, and with like two seconds left, they gave him a point and a caution, so I lost. With two seconds left left in the match, there's a guy that beat Kale. And you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get screwed, you get screwed once in a while here and there, but then eventually, you know what I'm saying? Shit comes back around and you get something good. So hopefully, I win the lottery or something like that. <laughs> well, you know, someone in my family has a will and they die, I get a bunch of money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> somebody that I don't know. That's somebody I know, but somebody that I don't know. Well, I mean, you know what I'm <laughs> well, I mean, your fa- well, your, when you were 20, your father, who, who you never knew, committed suicide. Now, was that was that hard on you, or did you, you, you didn't know the guy anyway? Well, it, the only thing that was hard was when I went to school, they asked me to talk. And I, I couldn't really face it because I really didn't know him that well, so I just said, no, nah, I ain't going to talk. Yeah, I don't, I don't, wow. I don't, I don't blame you. Uh, so then, but so then you, you like go pro. Your first fight is is against Travis Wolf, who had sixty fights. Uh, you you had zero fights. What is that Travis? Uh, that's Travis View. Tra- uh, Travis yeah. View. Uh, you had he had sixty fights, so, uh, and then you had zero fights. Then you, then your next couple fights are against against legends. You beat Musasi, who who I mean, look how how good Musasi's doing right now. And then you, yeah. then you, you go into the Fajal fight. Now, according to the guys at like the gym, 
uh, according to like Justin and those guys at the gym, your your hamstrings were like gone before the phasia fight. Well, my, my, let me say, my ACL been torn. It's like this: I tore my ACL my fourth five months career. Kept on fighting. My shit was gone. I can run and I just fought because you know the person I was with kind of need the money. And I need the money too. So that's a bad person I used to train with. They used to train me to be a manager, but I felt like you know he really know what he was doing and he kind of moved me kind of fast and. At that time, I wasn't 100%. Because then, even when I fought Musashi, he wanted me to fight Musashi, but months before that, and I believe really I could barely walk, you know what I'm saying? And I did rehab and shit like that, and then I came back and I could walk. But the thing is that the person that was working with me before kind of just, just threw me out there, you know what I'm saying, and made some money. That's that's crazy. So then you then you beat you, you beat uh, Musashi. You, you beat Fejo. You you uh oh no, you lost to Fejo. You yeah. you uh, beat Hodger Gracie and you knocked out Lorenz Larkin. Then you got popped for something that you bought at GNC. No, no, no it wasn't. It was a GNC. It was Max Muscle. So Max Muscle, you take like a shake. You, you like drink a shake at Max Muscle, and then next thing you know, uh, you're out for a year and a half. And then you now now you have to go to court, and the the uh, the uh, judge says. Uh, the the uh, lady says uh, insults you and infers that you can't read, and then you write you're a bitch on Twitter, and then you get banned for a year for that. Well, I, and I got I got fired. Actually, I got fired from uh, Bellator. And Bellator strike force. So you got you got fired. For, you got fired. Yeah, they, for they, actually, they released me. They released me because I called the commissioner a, a, a racist bitch. Because man, I was fucking gonna ask me if I could read or speak English, motherfucker. It's like this. People, people try to play the race cars. Playing the race cars, so I was like, you know what? I got pulled over because I'm black. You know what? They said that because I'm black. You know what? They said that your anything that happened happened only because I'm black. Well, the thing is, you go down south, you ask any black or Mexican, can you read and speak English? They're going to fucking slap you. You know what I'm saying? That's disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a touchy subject down south. I'm from the fucking south. You know what I'm saying? So you get to realize everybody has, different, has a different background. And certain things mean different things to certain people. And uh, for a thing like this, when when um, Overeem was out there, where's Overeem from? He's from he's from uh, Holland. She asked Overeem if he could read and speak English. You know what I'm saying? She knows better. Right. She knew better. That's after me. But she did ask Cheo because if I ask a white dude, can you read and speak English? They're gonna be like, "Are you stupid? Dude, that's a, that's the dumbest question I've ever heard." Of course, most white folks in America can read and speak English. That's how it is. Well, the, it's y'all's it's language. language. Not, Shit, not, it's English. It's from England. Not, not, in, not in, uh, in uh, Riverside, but yeah, in uh, most places. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so then, so then you, so then you like go there, and then, and then you after that. So now you're you're suspended. You you get you get staph infection that almost kills you. I mean, you said that you could see your hip, uh, right? Or like you could oh, see your like, hip bone. Your hip bone. So you could. Yeah. yeah. And then now, didn't Chael offer to pay for your surgery? Yeah, man, Chael's my nigga, man. I'm, I'm, I'm like this. People can say, people can say all they want about Chael and bash him, but man, Chael's a down, a down the earth motherfucker. That's my nigga, man. And they ain't sure what I want, but Chael's always been real. He's always been cool. I don't give a fuck. Wait, he can murder somebody, but you know what? He can murder somebody. I'm still gonna ride with him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I, I like Chael. I'm not sure about that, but 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 yeah, I I totally I I totally uh, hear you. Uh, so then you're, you're, you almost die, you come back, you sign with Bellator, you sign with wrestling. How's that going, by the way? How's your, uh, how's your pro wrestling career? Uh, you know what? It's, it's going good. I'm, I'm right now, TNA, I don't know what's going on with TNA because my contract's up, but I got, I got an independent show this weekend in, uh, in, uh, in Southern California. 
in San Diego. Yep, in San Diego, you're going to be uh, at the Legends along with Don Fry and uh, Ric Flair and Chavo Guerrero and all these all these great wrestlers are going to be there down in uh, at uh, yeah. in uh, San Diego. So, I mean, uh, you were you were on a roll. Now, when you when the, the first time you you, you uh, fought Newton and he hit that spinning back fist on you, did, had, had you ever been dropped before? Uh, yeah, yeah, by Alan Green about pro boxers, but I didn't see spinning back fist coming, and he kept me clean with it. Now, was that now after that? Were you like depressed? Were you like, oh my god? Did you did like did you did it take you a while to get back up? No, yeah, man, I don't give a fuck. Cause it's like this. I brought before. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been stolen from people, broken my career, people broke my car. I lost wrestling matches, I lost football games, I've lost before. You know what I'm saying? So, I lost the loss, right? That's yeah. how I see it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, but some, but some guys take it harder than others. You know, I, I, I like I, we, we had, uh, I think Cub Swanson on. He was like depressed for a long time. He, you know, we have, we have guys on the, on the, on the, on the show who get, who, like, take losses differently. Now, what was yeah. it about Emmanuel Newton for you that was so hard to fight? Uh, he's just awkward, but the thing is, I'm like, I thought I won. I thought I won the second fight. You know what I'm saying? I thought, even though it wasn't pretty, I thought I won. He's just awkward, and I don't think you can look good, look good beating him. He's just awkward. You know what I'm saying? And granted, like I control. He landed a kick to my neck. That's it. But yeah. other than that, I took got the takedown with the bigger strikes. I controlled the fight win. Had a more dominant position. All he did was throw side kicks that really didn't do nothing to me at all. I just kept coming forward. Look at his face. Look at his nose. Look at his eyes. He was all busted up. I didn't have a scratch on me, and now it's five rounds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought it was, I did damage to every round. I thought I thought it was a very close fight. I thought you could could have went either way, to be honest. And uh, you know, it was one of those fights that I, th- I thought it was very close. Now it seems that since that fight, you kind of went back to your wrestling. Do you think maybe you were focused too much on your boxing when you were training over with uh, with uh, Mayweather and uh, those guys? No, because the thing is, that I used my wrestling against Newton. I took him down like six or seven times. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand how people. I don't understand how people get this. Uh, you know, I train. You know, I train with a, box, a boxing gym, and all of a sudden, I'm to be a boxer. I don't get that. You know what I'm saying? That's like so. That's like when I went to Mike's gym. I went to Mike's gym. I went to you know kickboxing. I just try to work out some kickboxing and have fun. You train on work on different shit. It, you know, you don't see motherfuckers going to wrestling gym in Iowa, and then all of a sudden, like, well, you trying to be a wrestler now? No, <laughs> motherfuckers go. No, but the, but you but, 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 but you have seen but you but you have seen guys. Like for example, Josh Koscheck, who seemed to get away from his wrestling and focus too much on striking. I mean that that has happened before. It's not like no. A, what happens is not what happens is that he gets to his wrestling. Maybe he ain't worked on his wrestling enough that he's not comfortable wrestling no more, or he gets tired. Because now you remember this: once you're done, once you stop wrestling, competing in wrestling, your wrestling starts getting worse. Yeah. And then yeah. we start wrestling people in MMA. Your wrestling gets even more worse because you start shooting shots on people. They start pulling guard. In wrestling, you can't pull guard. You get pins. Right. You know, since you get a different feel, different feels, different chances. You do a lot of submissions and takedowns, so it's a different thing. The cage, in no cage in wrestling, there's a cage in MMA. How did, now? Uh, did you hang out with uh, Floyd, by the way, when when, when you train with those guys? Were you part of the, the uh, money team? Fuck nah. I'm cool with niggas in the money team, but I ain't, I don't really fuck with Floyd. I fuck with Jeff. Yeah. I gotta say, by the way, you're that that team that you were on, that Oklahoma City, uh, Oklahoma uh, the, uh, the Oklahoma State wrestling team. Uh, it was you, it was Mako, uh, it was Johnny Hendricks. Now, Mako, Mako was asking me. Johnny, Johnny and Mako were asking me. Oh, they were. Oh, they, oh, they were yeah, asking me. Yeah, it was me, Shane Roller, um, Tyrone Lewis, Jared Sanders. Um, 
What about that guy who's Magnus a, Vito. What about the guy who's yeah, a, a good, Cormier? Huh? The, the, the guy who's a three-time national champion, uh, uh, Rock, uh, uh, Jake Rochold. Was he on the team? Yeah, Jake Rochold, yeah, Jai Thompson. Cormier was at was before me. And so was Mark Nunez. was there a year before me. So That's still a badass like organization. You look at all the great now, we, fighters. We, we went shot. Man, I'm saying, we fucked people up. You know? <laughs> it, it wasn't even fair. Though. It wasn't even fair. We fucked people up. We had no words about losing. It, we're, oh, we're, we're like over, we're arrogant actually, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it, you know, it was fun because we knew we'd go, we'd go to a place knowing we we're going to win. We didn't know if fans or buts. We knew we were going to win. That's how good we were. How, how much Oklahoma uh, pussy did like, you get? <laughs> I'll go back to Oklahoma. But I don't follow Oklahoma like that. No, but, but I'm saying when, when like, you were there and, and you were this badass wrestler, were you just smashing chicks? <laughs> not, not really, not like that. When I was going to Texas, I was. But in Oklahoma, I, nah, Oklahoma was just too weird for me, man. There's some hoes there, but I was more focused on going to Texas. You know what I'm so you were, wait, so you would go to Texas to, like, steal their women? No, no, no I'm from Texas, fool. So what would happen was, if a, I hollered hoes there, but then I go back home once in a while. Oh, okay. So you, now, are you, getting lot, thing are, are you getting a lot of hoes now in uh, in uh, Vegas? Nah, really, I'm not on Vegas that much, you know what I'm saying? So more than anything, I'll be... Tr- I actually travel and do my thing, though. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Now, is it, is it, uh, which is which is better? Which is better chicks? Is it the TNA wrestling chicks, or the or like the Bellator chicks, or the Strike Force chicks? Which or the or the uh, Sengoku chicks? Which did you? <laughs> which was the most quality ass that you uh, <laughs> curtailed? The, the, the ones, the ones that were on Bellator, because one of them was my ex girl. You know what I'm saying? Tisha uh-huh. Marie. She was a, she was a cover of a. Uh, Cover a Playboy for the um for the LFL issue, and then the other one was on Bad Girls Club. Wait, wait, hold, hold, wait, hold on Nancy a second. Lee. Wait, wait, wait. wait. The, the first one was called uh, what's her name? The, the first girl that you hooked up with? Tisha, Tisha, Tisha Marie. Tisha Marie was the, uh, the girl that you were smashing, and then the, and then the, the uh, second girl was on Bad Girls Club. Yeah, no, hold on, no, that's my what's your, that's my ex from my years ago. Oh, the, the girl from Bad Girls Club, Tisha Marie. Oh yeah, she's yeah, nah. she's pretty hot. Well, yeah. no, actually. <laughs> Uh, Tisha, okay, so you were smashing Tisha Marie. I think maybe there's a different Tisha Marie. No, 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 you can't be putting that out there. Come on, man. Calm down with it. No, you, didn't you say that you banged Tisha Marie? <laughs> no, I'm not. I ain't say nothing like that. Y'all oh, come on, nah, man. Y'all try No, nah, hold on. We got to bring that back. You know what I'm saying? Let's change the subject. <laughs> no, you, wait, you just said that you banged Tisha She is pretty hot. I like Tisha Marie. And then the girl from Bad Girls Club. So it was King Mo. Smash Tisha Marie and the girl from nah, Bad Girls Club. Hey, no, nah, he said King Mo smashed hey, Tina Marie. Hey, hey, <laughs> say this because I that's how y'all that's how it's called cause an internet beef, you know what I'm saying? Internet drama, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't be I can't be talking about that the past no more. Uh, why not? So okay, so so that so Bad Girls Club and and Tisha Marie, those are the two <laughs> those are the two hottest chicks that you smashed in a while? No, man, I don't remember time. No, no, no. Hey, next subject. Next, next subject, now. Next subject. Cause, next subject, man. Next subject. All right, next subject. Save it. Okay, right. who gets we... hotter chicks, you or Rampage? Oh, man. Who looks I look better. Of course, me. I know okay. that Rampage gets more Asian girls at yeah. one time. Yeah, Rampage. Is... I, 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 I only joke to Asian girls like that because I, I, I just don't deal with me. I ain't never been around them like that. You know what I'm saying? So. All right, so you're you're more of a, like a, a white girl or a black girl or what, what? What's like your black, black, black and ease, white, Mexican, Puerto Rican, Brazilian, whatever you know what I'm saying? Exotical, you know what I'm saying? Like, exotical, as long, exotically, yeah. As long as it looks good, I'm straight. What's black and ease? 
This is Black and Asian. Black and Asian. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, now, now, uh, now, now, Jake hasn't been laid in like years. Oh, here we go. Uh, do you have any type of uh, advice on how to get him laid? Hey, me and Mo go back. But, first no, but, of all. but he's gay though. Oh my oh, God! You heard it here first. <laughs> so that makes total sense. All right, so Jake. Likes- no, 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 no. The problem with Jake is, have y'all seen that show called Ninja Turtles on YouTube? Ninja Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, oh. N i g g a turtles. Oh, I'm I'm not allowed to repeat that. I can't say well, that word. Jake Jake acts like Leonardo, a Captain Saberhole soft. Come on. Soft bats, tricky ass motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's throw walk all over him. You know what I'm saying? I'm oh, like Raphael. You know what I'm saying? All right. I didn't watch it. If you watch it, you understand. You know what I'm saying? I'm more aggressive. That's my bitch and I own it. You know what I'm saying? That's how I am. <laughs> For him, he's like, he's like, you know, saving girls and taking care no, of their no, phone no, bills no, no. and Oh, shit. Come oh, on. That's how big he is. I ain't, no, I'm not sponsoring nobody, homie. You're a sponsor. You're a sponsor. He's been on the scholarship. Hey. No, no, no. Hey, Mo. You don't know. Hey, Jake, Jake six years ago ain't the Jake today. Wait, six years ago you you were sponsoring girls? No, I met Mo a long time ago. Oh, okay. When he thought yeah, I was he Captain Sabo. He gave him, him Pell Grants Come and shit. He gave him Pell Grants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. If he said loans, I'll give him five. They give him Pell Grants and shit. Free money. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, Mo, we have to get Mo, Mo. on every week. To, this is great, man. Hey. This is great stuff. I know. I like keep it, hey, keep it real, Mo. Keep it now, real. now, Mo, were you upset with Mayhem for training uh, Rampage? Yeah, what you got to show him? Yeah. What you got to show him? What you show him? I don't know how to, how to go into a church or something. Or, I, don't, I, <laughs> I don't know. I just, it's, it's, it just seemed like, you know, that was like one of your friends. And, you know, it's, I, I always wonder if... No, no, we're cool, you know. Yeah, get it how you live, you know what I'm saying? Mayhem's is, like, you know, Mayhem's rock with him now, so that's his boy, so yeah. I don't care, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't care, you know what I'm saying? Me? Now, you have, a, you have a brother, Bull, who I met in Vegas, and according to, like, Cormier and all those guys, Bull's a beast, and if he wanted to get into MMA, he could do some serious damage. Is he, are there any plans of him doing that? Nah, he ain't, he's a basketball player, and we all know basketball players can't fight. <laughs> he just, like, you know, he talented, but the thing is, man, he has, you know, he has a son, He's got a job. He and, and he ain't focused. You know what I'm saying? He's all about like you know going out and chilling and you know he's goofy, man. He ain't serious, man. He ain't, he ain't <laughs> focused. Goofy. Do you have any kids? Yeah, yeah. I got, I got, I got two. Two kids. Okay. By the same girl, different girls. Uh, different ones. <laughs> <laughs> two kids, different girl, and like you're single. Okay, so you have a lot to fight for, man. I, uh, I, I see where the inspiration's coming. So, uh, <laughs> well. King Mo, man, uh, this has been this has been a, a great interview. Uh, it's a pleasure having you. Who do you want to fight next? When are you going to fight next? When can people see you next? Well, who I want to fight next? I'll fight whoever bringing a million dollars. Um, when, whatever, and y'all can see me next at um, you know the um, I got an indie wrestling show, the hardcore show out there in uh, um, at Terrace. Yeah, uh, this weekend. You know, this, I need to check that out. It's gonna, it's gonna be cool, man. I'm excited about it. That, and that's that's uh, soon. That's, that's basically uh, June 14th. Pro wrestling autograph signing and live House of Hardcore wrestling show. It's you, yeah. uh, Bill Goldberg, Ric Flair, Roddy Roddy Piper, Terry Funk, Tommy Dreamer, Mean Gene Okerlund, 
X-Pac, Eric Bischoff, Lita, Kelly Kelly, The Midnight Express, and many more. Go to AI. Oh, you, you, you forgot Debo. You forgot Debo. 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 Debo will be there. Debo's going to be there. That's my uh, uh, At AI, uh, for details. King Mo will be there. Thank you, King Mo. Uh, where can people follow you on Twitter and Instagram? At King Mo FH on both. It's the same one. Oh, by the way, you uh, blocked me before, and then you unblocked me. Thank you for unblocking me, by the way. Well, that's not, you know, I'm, okay. <laughs> really, I really, I really don't be on Twitter like that. So I got my homegirl from from uh, France helping me with that. So oh, cool. Well, I don't know. Come on, well, dude. Whatever. Homegirl from France. Does she ever grab your <laughs> wee wee? If you if you see some type of shit, that's me. If you see some music getting posted, that's me. Everything else, hang me. <laughs> it's homegirl from France. Okay. Well, thank you, Kigmo, man. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, take care and good luck with everything, brother. All right, thanks, man. All right, brother, man. Later. That was King Mo. Uh, Jake, who knew that Jake was such a sucker and was buying girls? Uh, I didn't know you were gay. Yeah, I would have sat on the other side of the table. I can't even begin to talk. Is that, no. is that, <laughs> is that true? Are you, why would he say that you're buying girls scholarships and grants, Jake? He's just being funny. That's Mo, man. No, but, but were there girls that you, <laughs> you were in love with? Oh, I know what he's talking about. The ex-girlfriend? Is that what, you talk, is that what he's no, talking about? No, I don't know what he's, man. Trust me, I don't know what he's talking about. No, he's a good dude. I, I've known him for a long time. <laughs> he he's always trying to be funny. But. He he is pretty funny, and uh, uh, you know, a guy like that, like I said, he's been through a lot of hardships. You know, he's he's yeah, not a man. guy that just like, I mean, he just seems to come up short a lot. And um, uh, but at the highest, highest, highest level, when I say come up short, I mean like take third in the in yeah. the country or, uh, or lose by a point in the lose world, by world a point team, in the world. I'm not world saying team trials. I'm not saying come. I'm not saying come yeah. up short. Like as in, uh, I'm talking about the highest. There's not. It's not even coming up short. It's coming second place in the world. Is, is what I'm saying. For sure. But at the same time, you're like, man, you, you hope this guy catches a break where he could be the world champion because he's got the potential, right? Oh yeah, talent. Absolutely, man. One of the and still, I, I think he's one of the probably one of the best wrestlers in the sport. You know, he's very talented. But you know, Moza, he can definitely be a world champ, no doubt. Yeah, and he seems like a good guy. He seems like the kind of guy that like uh, all the joking aside, he is though. He's a good dude. He is. I'm I'm, I'm a fan of King Mo. All right, so the UFC 174 this week. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, by the way, it's always hard sometimes now. It's hard. The more popular this podcast becomes and MMA Roasted becomes, the harder it is for me to roast people. Sure. Honestly, because I end up liking the people. For example... Uh, it's all business, buddy. Well, you always, you always uh, poke fun of the ones you like. Yeah, that also, but it's hard. Like, for example, Diego, Diego Sanchez. I, you know, I, I, I texted him, like, great job. I DM'd him, awesome, on the win. But then, then I'm, like, making jokes about it. I feel kind of like a hypocrite. At the same time, it's like they're following me because they know that this is the jokes, and they became friends with me on that. But it's always, like, it's always funny when it's not you. <laughs> and uh, and if anybody like, gets offended, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's the same thing. It's just, it's just like fighting, though. Like, you know, you're on the biggest platform in the world. You know, you lose a fight, and people are like, oh, you, you know, you, it is what it is. It's business. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to take anything what people say personal. So, same well, thing. No, in your business but you're also like, I was going to fight friends. But you're also a very time. evolved yeah. human being, though. Uh, and and you know, <laughs> he's, he's not evolved. No, he is evolved. He's a no, very, I'm not saying him. I'm, uh, saying no, Diego I'm not saying Diego. But for example, but there are people that I stay away from. Like for like, I was going to say Jason High, right? Jason High. I don't know Jason High. I know people that train with him. They say he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I, I've been a fan of his fighting. He's a great fighter. He wrote on Twitter, uh, anybody who follows MMA Roasted or retweets them, I am not following them. 
anymore. So if you retweet one of my jokes, he's going to unfollow you. Which is kind of dramatic. I, I would say, okay, like, all right, that's yeah, what, that's that would be a shame. that's what you that's what you want to do with your life. That's what okay. So then, Jason, hi. I didn't make any jokes. Wait about a minute, him. he's not going to follow me now. Uh, yeah, if you retweet, Fuck, me, come on, he, man. No, if you retweet what I say, <laughs> then he's going to unfollow you. It's like, all right, okay, you don't like me. Okay, look, like I was saying, comedy is subjective. Right. Well, some things that look, there are people that like are really famous comedians, but I don't find funny. But it doesn't mean I, I don't I dislike the people who do like them. It's just it's just right. not my cup of tea, mm -hmm. and that's that's just there are fighters out there that like uh, I I like certain fighters the way they fight better than others. But it doesn't mean that I like if you like this person then I'm gonna unfollow you. Like really? Right. I mean, I'm, my, my, I'm trying to make people laugh. That's all I want to do is make people laugh. That's really it. Is that so wrong? Exactly. So Jason <laughs> High pushes the ref. Uh, so now I'm in a thing. Last week he pushes the ref after he, the ref calls the fight, and a part of me like. Which is a pretty roastable thing to do, uh, you know. So now, so and a part of me feels like I, now I'm not being honest or truthful True. to my craft of right. of making jokes. So then I go. So I had to think of a joke I could do where he does not get doesn't get upset about it. So I said, all right, because well, you don't want him to unfollow well, you. No, because I know someone's gonna tag him, and then I don't. I, I don't want the guy lost. I don't, don't want to pick a fight with Jason oh. High. So you I said, be, you don't be friends with someone that hey. sensitive anyway. I said the ref he pushed uh, just challenged the ref that Sam Stout uh, tapped out. So. <laughs> So therefore, it's a joke on the ref as opposed to him. But that's sometimes I get into those situations where a guy doesn't and doesn't want to be made fun of. And you're thinking too much, man. Like my last fight, you're thinking way too much about this. Uh, much, you just know. need to go, bro. Uh, go for the double. I, thank you, open. both of us, man. Both of us. <laughs> for example, good, Brittany, Brittany Palmer is another one who got upset that I roasted her. So, the, but like today on the on the MMA thing, uh, I, I'm reading underground. She fell off her skateboard, and uh, and and twisted her arm. And she said she should be in a cast, but she first of all, why is she on a? Why are you on a skateboard? Uh, that, that's number one. Uh, don't you have a car? Uh, don't you? Aren't you married? Aren't what, what, what are you? Are you ollieing? Are you in the Venice ramps? I mean, I mean, what, what, what are you doing? So I said, like Brittany Palmer hurt her wrist by falling off a skateboard. I hurt my wrist thinking about falling onto Brittany Palmer. So. so <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, it's a but uh, hopefully she's a, people are gonna tag. It's just annoying. It is annoying sometimes when people get it anyway. But her so <laughs> UFC 174, Demetrius Johnson versus Ali Bagatinov. Uh, they're saying Johnson's the fastest guy in the UFC, which is true. Which is have you trained with him? Uh, no, but I, I would I would I would say I would agree to this that statement. I would say he's probably the, one of the the fastest guy in the sport. I mean, you know, he's look at he's the 125 pounder, but he's also gonna be hard to to match that pace you know I don't, I don't see anybody beating him right now i don't think so either plus uh, you know black's got that uh quick twitch muscle in <laughs> um that, that's true I'll, uh the thing about ali though is that uh you know they call him the puncher uh because it's a great nickname the, the, right right to the point but it's also it's it's weird that this is the main event you have to put him in the main event because he's a he's a he's the champion but he's fighting a guy who has 11,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of strange in a way that this would be, like, why wouldn't they put another uh, main event above this? <laughs> 11, 000, people are paying $65 or 60 bucks to see a guy who is a great fighter, 11,000 followers on Twitter. Now, now, 
that's the the issue with the sport right now uh, is that you have so many great guys, but you have to we have to figure out a way to promote them so that people know who Ali Bagatino. Because I guarantee, aside from his immediate family, you know this guy <laughs> this guy walks into the street. You're not going, oh, that's the guy fighting at 174 this week, uh, unless maybe right. you manage him. So <laughs> unless, you, unless you manage him, yeah. And even then, even if you're fighting him, you might not know who he is. Even Demetrius Johnson might not might run into this guy and not know who he is. <laughs> so Demetrius like who? <laughs> Uh, all right, so I think Johnson. But you never know. These, these, these guys from I'm going Russia. with Johnson. I'm going with Johnson. Johnson as well. Rory McDonald versus Tyron Woodley. I know this is a very... Uh, Pivotal fight. And for you, because you fought Rory, mm-hmm. and then you were kind of bashing Tyron. No, I wasn't bashing him. A I little was, bit. I was telling him how it is. And, oh, what did I say that wasn't true? Uh, you said he doesn't, he doesn't deserve to be as ranked as high as he is. Well, to go from not in the top 10 to number 3 is ridiculous. But he 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 did beat uh, Condit. Condit hurt himself, buddy. He was beating Condit. <laughs> he was winning. No, he was winning. I will make that clear. He was winning the fight. And then the fight. I like I like Tyron. We've we've trained a lot. I'm just saying that that would leave a bad taste. Because he said if something I, about you after your fight. Do you know what he said on Twitter? I could care less. Okay. All right. All right. I don't. I don't well, want to. What did he say? He actually, said he said that, he, that 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 you weren't focused on on uh, on hey uh, that you that you were not focused on uh, Robbie Lawler, which is why you lost. It wasn't. It wasn't that. You know. I've, I've heard a lot worse things. Yeah, after the he, fight he, he might have said a little, a little, a little different. But but he's. Like, I don't think. <laughs> why do I think you're not saying everything? Adam? He said. He said. Yeah, yeah. Don't focus on this, this, and you get knocked, knocked out or something. That's what he said. So it was like, which you didn't get knocked out. But so the point being, uh, being, who do you think wins this fight? <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, no, no. I. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a fucking man. podcast, man. I don't. I don't <laughs> I fucking stutter. I mumble. I, I, I have my Ramble. vocabulary consists of seven words. Okay, so <laughs> I think see, I think like like um, like Askren was talking about this, this. This could be an exciting fight. and It could be a boring fight. You know what I mean? Like, um, I agree. I know both guys really well. You know, and and Rory, as much as a lot of people don't like him, he's good. You know what I mean? He's good at what he does. He's good at controlling the rhythm and the pace. Um, so I think if 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 Woodley can explode on him, he can definitely win this fight. Um, that being said, I think the longer the fight goes, the more in favor for Rory. But uh, who did who did Woodley beat before he beat uh, Condit? Who did he beat to get to Condit? He beat someone in the top he ten. Beat, his name? Well, blonde hair. Keep in mind, he texted Dana like seventy-seven times to get he the beat, fight with Condit. Who, who did, did he you beat? Forget the blonde hair black kid. Koscheck. Yeah, Josh. He Koscheck. beat Koscheck. Who was the top ten? <laughs> blonde hair. <laughs> Blonde hair, black kid. Yeah, the guy that's got a plane. He's got that stuff. Blonde hair, black kid. That could be uh, Koscheck or uh, Nicki Minaj. So, (laughs) so you're saying that? uh, So, I I think Woodley wins this fight. I do too. Second round. I'll tell you, man. I was watching that uh, ESPN. I mean, that that UFC Embedded series. Mm -hmm. Have you watched that? It's Uh, pretty good. It's like eight minutes. This one isn't as good as the first one as the last one. I mean, it's only the first one into it, but. Rory McDonald is a serial killer. Uh, this guy, the way he packs, he has everything like wrapped in these little plastics. He just—he has like no personality. He just has this no, very I mean, strange. The face that's in that picture is a face he has twenty-four-seven. Yeah, that stoic, dead behind the eyes look. He's—I definitely <laughs> has like dead bodies in his backyard. <laughs> He's Dexter. That's his nickname to me, Rory Dexter McDonald. That's a good name for him. But I think Tyron wins this. I do. I. Uh, I hope Tyron wins this. He's a big fan of mine, and uh, how I'm, do, uh, I'm a fan of his. <laughs> so, what do you like? How 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 so? How are you going with the win? I, how how does he win? I think he wins. Uh, it's a three round fight. I think he. Mm-hmm. I think Tyron wins the first. Rory seems to fade in the third as of late. 
and Tyron also trains with uh, Robbie Lawler, and uh, Robbie beat him up pretty bad. I think that Robbie probably gave him right. the, the blueprint on how to beat him, and I think Tyron's just going to grind him out, wrestle him, mm-hmm. and just take him down. The other thing is, is that Tyron's cardio, will that, well, will that be a factor? You sure. know, um, doesn't seem... All good questions. You know, that, that's the one thing, is that... The, the Tyron Woodley that lost to Jake Shields doesn't beat Roy McDonald. I'm just, you know, I'm saying with the, you know, look who Roy was facing. Roy's, you know, facing Lawler, facing, you, guy, know. you know, to top, top guys. I mean, it's like everybody, you know, and it's inevitable. If you're, you're doing hard work, you're going to get tired. But I think it's a good fight. I mean, I think it's going to come down to strategy. If, if Woodley takes him down and, and um, explodes on him like he can, he definitely can win this fight. And Woodley's come a long way. I mean, there's a guy who lost to Nate Marquardt. In, uh, that was brutal. You know, in, stri- <laughs> that, in strike force. Fashion, and you look at, like, Nate Marquardt now. I mean, Nate Marquardt's not even ranked in the top 30 at this point. You know, it's not, it's not, is he still fighting? I think he is fighting. He's fighting James Tahuna, right? But he's, oh, that's he, right. He's probably, what, ranked not in the 30s, probably 20 or something, you know? But you look at where, you know, you and Rory and these guys are now. So, uh, Ryan Bader versus Feijal. Uh, I'm going with Feijal on that one, I think. Feijal was all 12 wins come by knockout. Bader's he's, chin he's, he's brutal. has been a little he bit... He is. Uh, he's a monster. Hmm. Who do you got, Adam? I, I want Ryan Bader to win. I, I like Ryan Bader. Uh, I think that Feijal wins this fight. Yeah. Did, didn't, he, didn't, he pop, didn't he get popped for something, Feijal? In Strikeforce he did. In Strikeforce? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, how does he win? Yeah, I think he, would not, he knocks out Bader. Bader fights stupid sometimes. Yeah. You know, he did against... Uh, Glover. Well, that and also Machida. Yeah, yeah, I was there when he got knocked up by Machida. <laughs> he just ran into the wood chipper. He has a tough time against Brazilians uh, of just going kamikaze <laughs> into them. Now, a fight that is uh, very dear to all our hearts. <laughs> a guy who's my biggest supporter. A guy who's been who's been there since day one. Brendan Schaub is uh, is taking on Andre Arvlovsky. This should be an interesting fight. Who do you like? I like Arlovsky in this fight. How? Uh, how do I like him, or how, do I, how does he how win? How does he win this fight? Uh, I think it's going to be a battle. It's going to go down to the wire. I think it's going to go to the end. It'll be a decision. He's going to win a decision. Two rounds to one. I see it happening that way. I don't think anybody's going to get knocked out in this one. Really? Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. Based on how these guys have lost in the past, you don't see anybody getting knocked out in this round? I don't know. In this fight? I, I don't know. I don't think that, uh, I mean, after um, AJ broke uh, Arlovsky's jaw and knocked out a bunch of his teeth, I think he's going to be a little more tentative on getting hit. So uh, I don't think he's going to get knocked out by Shaw. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I give Shaw enough uh, respect that I don't think Arlovsky's going to knock him out either. Jake? You know, it's an interesting fight. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see how Arlovsky comes back, you know, I, and, and back in the UFC. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, with Shaw. I think uh, I think he'll get two rounds out of out of three, but uh, I I don't see the guy getting knocked out. No, I'm giving it to Schaub. Uh I think honestly, just because you don't get knocked out. No, no, I don't. Fox. No, I don't care. I mean, <laughs> look, I just think that Schaub is. Uh, I I think he's on a. I, I feel like he he's on the way up and Arlovsky on the way down. Yeah. As far as their careers go, um, I like Arlovsky, but he 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 wasn't beating. I mean, Schaub's coming off a win against uh, Mitrione. And against LeVar Johnson, 
you know, who, who hits probably harder than Arvlovsky. Um, mm -hmm. And he submitted, uh, you know, he, he's been training really hard. I hear good things about his social life. Uh, so uh, I, I think that, you know, he's he's becoming an... an <laughs> Would you like to expound on that? He, no, no, I wouldn't. But uh, he was, <laughs> he's been hanging out with Tim Tebow. And uh, just he's just kind of got used to this being a celebrity. And I, I just, I think that that's actually good for him in some ways. Yeah. You know, he has a, a podcast and... Uh, I I think that oh, I he has a podcast. He did. He has a podcast, and uh, I think I think he wins this fight. Who uh, who who did Arlovsky fight last? Arlovsky is coming off a WSOF fight, right? Yeah, World Series of Fighting. Uh, who oh, did he, knocked, he, did he get knocked out by um, Mike Kyle, Anthony he, Johnson. Anthony Johnson didn't knock him out. He it was a five no. round fight. He fought all five rounds with a broken jaw. Yeah. Wow. And missing teeth. That's why I don't think he'll be he'll be getting knocked out. Um, I don't think any, I don't think Shab has the power to knock him out. No, I think Shab could take him down though, kind of grind him out, or maybe mm -hmm. even submit him. Uh, his judicious is getting better, right? Yeah. So, you know. All right. So, and finally, <laughs> the OSP the OSP against Ryan Gimo, the big deal. I, I I just want Ryan Gimo to win so I can see him do the robot. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I love when he wins and does a little robot dance. That is pretty cool. I like it. I don't know. This is a tough fight. OSP is pretty good. Trains over uh, in Canada. He's a tough dude. He's got a great tattoo. Um, <laughs> a palm he's tree. Fifteen and a palm tree. He's fifteen and five. He's I think he's won like four or five in a row. Maybe even six in a row. Right? OSP. Uh, can we click on OSP or, or not? Okay. So, um, <laughs> so I, I'm giving it to Ryan Gimo though. Gimo looked great in his last fight. How so? How? How's he, uh, he won by knockout. I think he knocked the guy into like next year. Uh, <laughs> he w he won a brutal knockout. Uh, it was a brutal knockout. Uh, he won by second round robot. I'm trying to think. Right? He won his last fight. <laughs> TJ, click, 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 click on to Ryan Gimo. See how he won his last fight. This is kind of dragging on. All right. So. <laughs> all right. Well. All right. Forget it. For forget about clicking on Ryan Gimo. I. So. That's our show, people. Um, yeah, so it's great to see Jake. It's good to be back. What's going on? You're on your phone a lot. Is there a girl no, texting no, no, no. you or something? This or? is actually uh, one of my sponsors, Ultra Mobile. So oh, nice. Motorola. Anyway, wait. So you, wait, he's you, improving scholarships right now. Oh yes. <laughs> is there someone oh, that right. you're putting through things? I'm accepting applications. <laughs> so I want to thank our our new intern. He's working very hard. Sitting McLovin here, sitting here giggling. McLovin. He Thanks, goes McLovin. To, he goes to Michigan. He he gets tons of tail. Am I right? Yeah, I know it, man. <laughs> when I look at you, I think tail. All right, so um, thank you, thank you, DJ Shrope. Uh, thank you, T Rex. Anything you want to plug, you, T Rex? Uh, yeah, I'll be at uh, I'll be at John Lovitz on Friday night with you. It's going to be a great show. I can't wait for that. And then Saturday night, I'll be at the Ha, ha Cafe, and uh, can't wait for that. And yeah, man, Todd Rex on Twitter. Facebook and uh, ToddRex.com website. So Wednesday night, I will be at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. Friday night, I'm at the uh, John Lovitz, like you said. Uh, and then the 21st to the 20, actually the 24th to the 28th, I'm headlining in Calgary, the Comedy Cave in Calgary. And July 2nd to the 6th in Vegas at Bally's, Las nice. Vegas. It's fight week. Everyone is at International Fight Week. Come to Bally's. I will be there. Uh, say that you're here. The MMA Roast Dude is two for one tickets. Uh, Jake awesome. Ellenberger, anything you want to plug? 
No, no, just uh, <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm, I'm excited to be back. Thanks, thanks, Fox Sports. I'm thanks, very excited DJ. for you to be back. It's good to see you. Guys. Yeah, dude, you you you, 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 will, you will make our show. So thank you. Happy that you're healthy and uh, and you look good. Aside from the eye being a little black, you look good, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate no it. No problem. McLovin, thanks for hanging in there. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank you to Ben Askren, uh, King, King Mo, and Phil Davis. Take care and have a great week.